0: Check, check, check. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, that means you're now tuned in Chapter 85 of the Introverted Intuition Podcast. My name is Jeff, aka The Ambitious Introvert. The petty podcaster is dead, officially. <laughs> I'm sticking with this nickname because I think it sounds great. I like it. Uh, to my right, I have CR. What's, to say? what's up to the people?
1: Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your man, CR. Now, no way, you represent and jump out the frame. Got you.
0: Uh, to my left, Miss Coco.
2: Hello, everybody. It's Coco. How are you?
0: Still not the miss, huh? You don't accept the miss, Coco.
2: You know what? If you want to throw the miss in there, gotcha. go right ahead. I just won't accept it. <laughs> I can't
0: stop. It just—it sounds—it sounds better to me. Gotcha. And across from me, we have a very special guest, someone I discovered through Twitter, uh, a video of another podcast, uh, the What's a Good Guy podcast. Uh, the clip I saw, it was very interesting to me what she was saying, and after listening to the whole episode, I was even more intrigued. So I had to send the email out. Possibly have her as a guest to share a story with us and our audience. So please introduce yourself to the people.
3: Hi everyone! Thank you for having me. Of of coming, guys. You're uh, my name is Janae Brown, owner and founder of Brown to Perfection Agency. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Thank we you. We love for coming. entrepreneurs here. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we are
0: entrepreneurs. Like we, should, we would make true. sense if we didn't, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um. So clearly, you have a history of podcasts of being on them. But do you listen to them in your free time ever?
3: Yes, but. I- these days, it's crazy. I used to listen to podcasts all the time, I feel like, or just way more than I do now. Now I'm a little more specific. I listen to specific episodes. Mm-hmm. So, like, you saw mine floating around when I was on What's a Good Guy. Like, I'll be like, oh, okay, let me stop and listen to that. Or if it's somebody I'm familiar with or I admire or a friend or something, um, it's hard for me just where I am, I guess, in my entrepreneurial journey. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to take the time out um, to listen to multiple podcasts. So, I try to like, pick and choose and like popping like okay let me catch this let me catch that hmm. one that i am consistent with is one church la but that's like oh. literally like church for me so wow. <laughs> i'm like i gotta listen to that every week <laughs> um it's like yeah.
2: spiritual yes
3: yes so it's um i don't know if you guys are familiar with td jakes oh yeah, yeah. his uh-huh. daughter um her and her husband's church oh nice. and so it's really progressive it's really dope like it's pretty mm-hmm. much the like millennials of color church and what's it called again uh one church la one church uh, they color. have a, a church in denver colorado now and one um in LA. They're underneath like T D. Jake's uh, like his umbrella kinda. Yeah, of, his umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> but like they pretty much do their own thing. I actually got to visit recently um when I was in LA for the first time and it was amazing. I've never seen that many people like within our age bracket like at church and it's not mm-hmm. like stuffy we go all look exactly how we look yeah. right now come as you are everybody come as you are everybody's nice the service wasn't 10 years long mm-hmm. i was like this is great and it was like a packed house like mm-hmm. and they do three services every sunday wow. it's crazy That's but nice. it was it was dope it was a really nice experience but i listen to them every single week nice like and where sometimes. was this this is in Los Angeles oh, okay okay did, mm-hmm.
0: did you try in and out burger man it looks so good I on the internet
3: love- Let me tell you, all right, I'm not even big on burgers Mm. anymore at this point in my life. But I was in L.A. and I was like, listen, I'm trying everything. <laughs> I went to In-N-Out Burger. I was like, wow, this is Amazing a damn there. good burger. Like, <laughs> It looks they, too good. It's so good. The fries are terrible. They, they really are. They, they taste they like are. cardboard. Oh, no. They do. And I saw the machine that they put the potatoes through. And I'm mm. like, there's no love in that. That's uh, why no. Oh, machine, like that. What about That's their why, shakes? Yeah. Do you like their shakes? I did not try the shakes mm. because I'm lactose intolerant. And when I went Same. to In-N-Out, I was on the move. I was like, I was getting ready to go to the studio session. And I was like, mm. You know what? I'll pass <laughs> pass on, on the shit. I'll try to live
2: vicariously through you. I'm like <laughs> This listening. is great you know? to know because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to LA next Usually moment. I take yeah. the
3: risk. yeah But I'll try it. We the gotta rest. talk That's then. There's mad stuff yeah, to do to like, There's so, yeah. Much yeah. We don't, we don't so much stuff. So much stuff. It looks
0: like there's so much to do. It's uh great. so I guess let's get to the start of your entrepreneurial mm-hmm. journey. Mm-hmm. Like where did it begin? Where are you from initially? Okay,
3: cool. I'm from Harlem, New York. hey the two ones. Born and raised. Uh I live there now still. Um, I actually only left when I was in college, but I went to college in Long Island, so okay. not too far. Um, I frequent Atlanta because my dad's whole side of the family lives out there now, but essentially I'm from home. I'm a big New Yorker. Um, I first, so after school, I went to Five Towns College in Long Island, like I said, uh my degrees in business management with a concentration mm-hmm. in music business. Oh,
4: nice.
3: Um, yeah. so they had very specific courses on different things, like music marketing is a class by itself, mm-hmm. concert production and promotion, uh, business law copyright. Like oh. those are actual classes. Publishing, like those are actual classes that you have to take, which is really cool. Um, I did a bunch of internships, um, with different, you know marketing and branding companies and stuff like that. At the time, I don't even think I realized like what I was gaining from them. Mm-hmm. Um and then I interned at Sony my last year in school at RCA Records. Mm-hmm. Uh by the time then I broke my ankle oh, 3 no, weeks oh before boy. graduation. Oh How? Yeah. And um oh boy, it, it's really weird. It's I wish I had a better story, but I was at like a a party that um some friends of mine through actually if anybody's familiar with, uh, Dinnerland, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we went to the same college, the founders and I. And it used to be called something else, but they had like an event at a space that they were using as an office. And one of my friends was like really drunk, and he was like, uh, "This is like the stupidest story." Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> I don't think I'm I've so ever ready. even Lady told this story Woo. on an interview. This is the stupidest story. So he's like one of those friends. He's like one of my craziest friends. Like everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Shout outs to Renzo. <laughs> you, you, the name <laughs> should say like you know it's Renzo. Like okay, we gotta interview him it's, next. It's, mm-hmm. Honestly, because he's crazy. So. Uh, there was a dance group, they came and performed mid-party, and so they're like spinning on head-top. Pussing into splits doing all types of tricks so he's like oh this is lit he is so drunk that he is opening his wallet and I guess he thought he was throwing money out he's throwing I told you the story is crazy (laughs) he's throwing his credit cards ID all over the place and there was some people (laughs) in the party not from our school who look like they like oh well we about to so then I'm trying to help him gather his stuff me and my friend Justin are like oh my god Renzo like get yourself together so we're trying to help him not get scammed yeah um and I had on these like chunky heel boots and on my way back up, I think like my knee gave out at the same time, something, but it was like, boom, right? That's so how I was like, damn, I thought it was just my knee that gave out. And I was like, okay, damn. All right. So I limped to a chair. I'm sitting there. Should we pause? Yeah. Okay. I know where I was at. <laughs> That's, uh, great. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat.
0: Stupid fire alarm. i going to
3: stop
2: in a second.
0: Mike, edit that out, please.
3: <laughs> edit, edit, please. edit. We good. Please continue. We good. So I limped to the chair, right? So I'm like right back in. So I limped to the chair, and um, I'm like, okay, I'm cool. I started feeling like, damn, this really hurts. This is a weird, mm-hmm. right? Realized, long story short, realized my ankle is broken. And literally, we're about to graduate in three weeks. So I'm like, wait. The doctor was like, yeah. Um, oh, it did it again. Just
1: stop. It doesn't stop. <laughs>
2: These were safe.
3: <laughs> it's, right. it's ruining probably the
0: best story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <I> <laughs>
3: okay, stop. So, long story short, broke my ankle. It was broken. Um, I guess the doctor at the hospital, rather, and he's like, Oh, yeah, your ankle's broken, all mm. calm and casual. I'm like, Okay, I'm graduating <laughs> in three weeks. He's graduated. like, oh, Okay, cool. When to get you in a cast? And I'm like, um, When is this going to be back together? I was yeah. like, Um, I'm graduating. He's like, okay, well, you'll be going across the stage on crutches. Oh. You know, mad calm. And I was just like, what? And then I was devastated because I was interning at RCA. And I was interning in hopes to hopefully transition into a job. They had already said, like, hey, you can come back for the summer and keep interning. We really like you. And so I'm, like, so devastated and distraught. I call um, my supervisor at the time. Shout out to John Engel. And um, he's like, oh, Okay. Well, as soon as you can walk around, just come back. We'll be here. And I was like, Oh, thank God. Mm. Okay, right. Thank God. That's love. So, as soon as I got my foot, I don't know if you guys know what a cam boot is, mm-hmm. but it's basically after you're off crutches, is this big, ugly, like boot, mm. like yeah, plastic okay. boot, mm. and like you can like kind of limp love. with it, long <laughs> right? Long. Mm-hmm. As soon as my, I mean, like the day I got my cam boot on, I was like, Hey, I'm coming in in the morning. 10 a.m. the next day maybe 9:45. i was back in rca like and they were like you can sit down i was like nope i was limping around <laughs> to the coffee machine back and forth they're like we can do that i was like nope 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 and so i do all that uh i had relationships or have former relationships with hr blah 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 and i end up um gratefully landing a job at columbia because it was nothing open at rca at the time so i was at columbia records uh working with the CFO, and they also control all the marketing finance. So I was doing a lot of that, you know, going over the record deals. And before anybody could get signed or renew their deal, it had to go through my hands. So it was a really wow. great experience. Um, they had just started transitioning into being open to companies like Spotify. Title had, you know, wow. literally during when Tidal, you know, released and said we during Tidal, you know, they didn't contact any of the labels or anything. Came out it just of the out of did it. Yeah. Right. And a lot of the, the founders or owners of title were signed to our label. So that was a thing. So I got to experience a lot of Beyonce Surprise album. So it was it was a good time. Exciting. Um yeah, learned a lot, but they didn't have enough urban music for me, mm-hmm. in my opinion. They had a lot of legacy artists and they had a lot of newer artists, but the new artists were all really like pop alternative. Mm-hmm. Um and so it was dope but I was like I need some oomph, You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's I'm a hip hop girl. Like I I need that. I need some R&B. And so RCA was like, knock, knock. Hey, what's up? What you doing? We got something open. You trying to... My old supervisor was actually getting promoted or moving to another department. So he was like... Hey, you want my job? (laughs) It's like yes. That's Um, That's why networking is key. Yeah, yeah, and maintaining those relationships. You know, even though I was upstairs, it was like you know, hey, making sure I still support them on their on their releases and their events, and just being a good overall person. You know, people don't forget that. People don't forget Mm -hmm. you being kind. They don't forget you being willing to help. They don't forget you just little things good morning hello Mm -hmm. how are you do you need something they don't forget that versus always asking 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 for stuff and kind of making it transactional all the time Mm -hmm. i try to encourage people especially anybody who's trying to pursue anything but especially when i meet like younger people or people who are just like okay i'm just starting i've just figured out this is what i want to do i'm interested in how do i get in Mm -hmm. and it's more like okay Less of how can I get in and how can I be of help? What can I offer? Because you being in the room alone, you gain so much. Mm -hmm. But I think when you come at people, especially I guess in music, you're constantly being asked for things Mm -hmm. all the time.
0: Can you hear my CD? Can you hear my whatever? It it
3: could be anything. Like all the time. And, you know... I get it. But sometimes I always say to people, people get mad at people who don't respond or people who are like, no, get out of my face or like, you know, kind of standoffish. And I'm just like, you got to imagine you, your question a hundred times a day and then, you know, be be the difference, be the person who's more or less like, you know, oh, hey, give me an opportunity and more like, hey, I do this. Is there anything I can help you with? Mm -hmm. What do you need? And you know, even if they if you can't be a part of what they're doing, people would be like, okay, you know what? I'm pretty good right now, but let me introduce you to so and so. I think maybe that'll be a good fit, or let me tell you about this event that happens, and you'll probably meet somebody there or get an opportunity. So, yeah. I was at RCA. That was great. Um, But while I was there, it was a lot going on. Um, I remember at one point I was working like 33 projects. I'm not even kidding.
0: Wow. Um, at one time? Have, yeah. Did you I'm have saying. deadlines for those? or
3: Oh, absolutely. Every day. Every day. That was all day. Cool. And in marketing, everything's an emergency. Mm. Um, so uh, <laughs> literally everything's an emergency. And it was weird because at Columbia, you know, one of the first things uh, my boss there taught me, he was like, listen, Listening. Everything (laughs) is not an emergency. He was like, we do not work in the ER. Mm. Uh He was like, we do music. And he was like, if it is that much of an emergency, I'll call you. He was like, do not let these people make you not have a life he Mm -hmm. was like you have a life outside of here and he's like you have to have a life outside of here they want to see you hustle yeah and you Mm -hmm. could do that but it's Mm -hmm. like listen this is not my entire life you will go crazy and at the end of the day you know when you're working for a company they just want the job done if you drop dead god forbid they interview the next person yes because they got to oh we got to keep it moving HR hello who y'all got send some candidates Mm -hmm. like so it's just like you know you got to try to find that balance but in marketing it's hard because again everything's an emergency you dealing you deal the most with the A&R's you deal the most with management you deal the, you know so and in all the other departments everybody's mm-hmm. calling you everybody 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 and then the top of the label is like hey what's going on whenever something's going on they talking to marketing first they're not PR we got to deal with them all the time so it was a lot and they had a lot of structural changes going on which is why I had so many projects um, and you know I'm a hands-on person. With 33 projects, creative. I would think so. Goodness. Yes. You, you know? Um, But the thing with 33 projects is, if you have that many, and in the function I was doing, it became very administrative. And so very, mm. like, um, just a lot of paper and calls and just long hours. And boring. And, yeah, it gets boring, you know? And uh, that's hard for me to explain to some people because they're like, what you mean? And I'm like, i'm super creative like that's why i was hired essentially it was because i was super creative and so i think at the time they needed somebody who was just going to be able to do admin mm-hmm. and so and i needed to be creative mm-hmm. so we just kind of came to a mutual agreement you know and decision that like this this wasn't this is not it right now and so i had already been interviewing <laughs> <laughs> for a new gig at another company uh before we came to this new decision and um It was a little different. It was a label. And I said to myself, okay, uh, okay, I got to find something. I got to find something new. I got to find something new. Uh, My mom was like, you know, you've been interning since before you even left college. You went straight into the workforce. You got two jobs. She was like, If you wanna take a breather, you know you can do that, right? It's okay. You don't have kids, you don't have mm. a mortgage. Mm. I don't even drive. She's like you mm. She's we like, It's okay. Mm. She was like, You can take a second and figure it out what you really wanna do. Mm. I really needed that. I thank my mom for that to this day. And I took a step back. And but I did I was like in the the final round for that gig, for that music company. Mm. And so I said, okay, if I get it, then, you know, God, okay, cool. Mm. That's the next step. If I don't get it, I'm going to try to do this myself. Because I remember processing invoices for outside marketing um, people and agencies and stuff. And I used to do the calculations. And I'm
4: like, you know, we're
3: paying them a lot a month like, Mm. got these retainers and I'm like, they're definitely making more than me Mm. and they don't got to talk to us every day. I thought that was amazing. Mm. (laughs) I was like, wow. And so I was like, you know, what if I was able to do the stuff that I'm great at, the stuff that I was actually hired for but on my own? Mm.
4: It's
3: like, I'm pretty sure I think I could pull that off. Mm. And so uh, somebody actually messed up like the final round of the interview. is really weird. I was... In a final round, um, and I was set to meet with like two or three more people. One of the people out of the three jumped the gun and promised the other candidate the job hmm. during the interview, or or said something like, "Okay, you have the job," and so and it just messed everything. And up. And it was like a panel they, that was deciding and, together. And, then? Yeah, mm-hmm. and but it was they were meeting. Individually, oh, same and same so way. they were really mad at that person because they were like, You can't do that. And it was the whole thing. I caught it this time, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was
0: smooth. I guess Mike didn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike
3: still be trying to because he never came back. He
0: looked really mad. I thought he was gonna try to like fight them or something. Like,
3: He's been I'm sorry about this. Now. No, it's fine.
0: No, you don't have my attention anymore. You had it already.
2: <laughs> There's no emergency. Edit, edit,
4: edit. Okay.
2: Thank you, sir. Edit. Oh, <laughs> oh my God.
3: Yo. You guys should release, like, uh, bloopers. There's going to be so that, many yeah. bloopers for We're this episode. That.
0: I feel like it's not that, you don't know, think you really hear it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was
3: thinking. I don't know if if he, if you're even going to be able to hear it on an audio like Is that. said, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. You say yeah?
1: Okay. Listen, me, did it get louder?
0: It did. I was no. that, but I was like,
3: I'm tripping. It did get louder. It
0: got louder. <laughs> they got tired of Mike coming down there, you know? We're gonna turn this up a little bit. <laughs> I
3: don't think they heard us the first time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: amazing. If you could hear me, audio listeners, the reason we keep pausing is because there's an alarm that keeps going off in the studio today. Um it's super frustrating. It supposed to go from six to seven, but now it's Seven forty two and it's still going. So mm. shout out to the too hot. the That's fire department. Right? Yeah. It's too hot. Your story was heating up. I'm ready for the rest, <laughs> like
3: we like stories.
1: But yeah, it's definitely hot in here. I
3: kinda like the siren effect, you know, yeah. when I'm talking. It's like it just <laughs> feels oh. like in New York. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. Your <laughs> window is open or something. True. Yes. I'm always on the phone, like at mm. my house and it's just like uh and people from like the West Coast be laughing like, damn! Shut <laughs> like, yeah, up! I live right by the damn highway.
1: Oh man! How did this happen?
0: Should we, should we just go ahead? Yeah, maybe? like I'd like to free yeah, okay, to continue talking. They can They can do what they him. can.
3: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. And so they messed that up, and so I didn't end up working there. And I was like, okay, cool. So I guess I'm doing this. Um. And then I never looked back. Mm-hmm. And that's literally how I'm here. And as I went along, um, it was just pretty clear that this is what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: There is no hesitation whatsoever between the transition between corporate, corporate and independence?
3: I mean, there was a little scariness at first. I feel like I always tell people, like, I've been in business since 2016. But sometimes I feel like I didn't start taking myself seriously until, like, the end of 2017. Mm-hmm. When I really, like, got in my bag. Like, okay, Cool. I'm like, this is, this is it. And like, I guess seeing how far I could really take it.
1: So there's like no hesitation in that transition because you were, you had the knowledge, you had the experience, you were in a position where you knew that this could work.
3: Yeah. I want to, I want to be wary about saying no hesitation. I think the hesitation stage was the stage in between me applying for stuff still and Mm. my mom having the conversation with me Mm. and then me not getting the other gig. For me, I'm a person like I, I go over things a thousand times in my head, a thousand times, a thousand times. But once I get that sign that like, this is mm-hmm. it. Like I'm right. sure I make sense. Then I just keep going because mm-hmm. you kind of have to. Yeah. And I always tell people too, like anybody who's pursuing anything. Once you get past a certain point, what are you going to do? Turn around and walk back? Yeah. You mm-hmm. can't right. anymore. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a tunnel. It's, it's so like true. you're walking, and once you get halfway through, if you turn around, there's happened. you can't even see where you came from anymore. Mm-hmm. All you can do is kind of keep following the light. And mm-hmm. damn, you're already here, so keep walking. Get like to the that's side, yeah. that's kind of. Um, just I think definitely where I'm at now, but I think it didn't take me long to kind of get to a point where it's like, okay, you established this, and I don't know. I always said like if I were to ever work for a company again, I don't think I ever will. It would have to be a partnership with my mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. um just. That's just how I feel about it, and I was like, if I ever, I used to say if I did, it'd have to be a hefty price, like mm-hmm. it'd have to be like an insane number. Mm. But even then, I'm like, now nah, it has to be a partnership because <laughs> there's a reason why you want me in your building. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yeah,
0: it's and so Brown to Perfection has been has born. Mm-hmm. What exactly is it? To, the, to explain to the people.
3: Okay, so it's a marketing and event production agency. So essentially. Uh, We do brand strategy and uh, marketing plans for brands, artists, companies. Um, We pretty much help you figure out your strategy, who your target market is, and then how to reach them. I always tell people, uh, I believe in authenticity marketing, so it's not about taking what's already there and turning it into something else. Like, I'm not going to take a green chair and turn it into a blue table. I'm going to take the green chair and make it the snazziest green chair that there is, right, Um, and make everybody want to sit in it so that's essentially what i do um also event production so that's any type of experience related to the marketing um of a product service art brand company anything like that so it could be pop-up experiences it could be album listening events it could be always i don't know why Every time someone asks me about a company, I keep using this example of Sephora, and I guess I'm going to do something for them this year because, literally, first thing I I think of, it's like if Sephora wanted to do a big O activation, I would put that together and Mm -hmm. make it fun and make it interactive, let them be able to touch people and create an experience. I think a lot of times the experience part is what really makes whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it it makes it stick. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what we do on a client level. Um, on a community level, we try to provide like resources and like wellness, business tips, marketing to, um, just creative millennials in general and women of color, especially. Um, we do that through, you know, just the resources on our platforms. We do that through different types of events. So like we do vision board and affirmation workshops, fitness classes. Um, and I also through my agency put together, um, Events soap parties so like we have one called yeah. Travel for the Nine Nine Two Thousands that I, I throw with my line. yeah, yeah my page. partner Kim Chanel uh, who works with Audio Mac um, and we've taken that event to different festivals so A Three C Festival in Atlanta most recently South by Southwest and just you know wherever it's calling
0: that seems like very self- selfless like the entirety of what the brand is and what it does for people like even in the community like is that a mm-hmm. testament to like who you are as a person yeah. or is it mostly just like this is what you have to do to really make the brand grow.
3: No, it's definitely me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's so funny. This is something I was thinking about today um, because it's hard sometimes being a selfless individual because not everybody is like that. And sometimes it, it, I won't say it backfires, but, you know, it's like, damn. Sometimes you have the yeah. expectation like, of yeah, receiving the yeah. same that you You know, giving. at so, yeah. least, or just, at least, at least something, you know, something. Some like, sometimes it'd be like, sheesh, mm-hmm. you would have thought I was, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's definitely me as a person. I've always been, like, the, the volunteer, putting together things that bring people together kind of person. Like, I, I've been throwing events since I was literally a child. Pool parties with my cousins. That's oh. where we started. Like, so... Um, that's definitely me. And I did want the brand to reflect that because the vision is becoming the best version of yourself. Like that's our mantra. So whether you're an everyday person, a creative, whether you're a actual client or company, that's the goal. And so I really believe in, um, as as rare as it sounds, I believe in humanity still, and so it's hard. It can be disappointing, it can, but it's hard, yeah. You know, but I, I'm a person who sees the light in everything and yeah. everyone, yeah. even to a fault. And yeah. so, um, it's just important. The progression of people is important to me, and I think that my purpose is to help show people who they are. Um, and sometimes you just need a little bit of help seeing. So,
0: could you explain some of like the what? what it takes to curate an event? Because, like, well, I'm sure. kind of in the process of doing that myself. Cool. He wants some and, tips. Uh, yeah, mostly <laughs> some tips because yeah. I feel like there's plenty other people out here listening probably want to do the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. What's, like, the hardest part? What's, like, the early process of curating an event?
3: First um, is the idea, right? You're like, ooh, it would be so cool if we did this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You see it. You see the whole thing in your head. You're like, oh, this is going to be lit, right? And then... Uh, I would say then writing... For me, it's writing it down. If I don't write it down, it's probably not going to actually happen. (laughs) Uh, So I write it all out, all the details. No matter how crazy I think they are, I write them all out. I write out what I need, you know as who's gonna be involved, where we're gonna have this, how many people do I want there? How much is it gonna how much if I'm charging for the event or not? If I am, how much should I be charging people? What are they getting for this amount that I'm charging them? If I'm not charging them at all, Cool. Okay. We'll let that be known too. How am I going to pay for this event? Because nothing's free, especially mm-hmm. not in New York City. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. So it's really all of that planning. Um, and then I start making moves. I mean, I also figure out who needs to be involved. If at this point I have a team. I was just going to ask you that. Like, what's
1: your process of choosing the people that you work with? Because obviously it takes teamwork. Uh So are these people, you know, uh, that are friends or these strangers that you interview? Like, how does that process go for you?
3: So for my marketing agency, my team now are people that I met most of them the most random places. Like, my, uh, (laughs) seriously, I'm a great, I'm really big on, like, energy Uh and, like, vibes. I know everybody says it, but I'm very serious and I'm a great, I would say reader, just of people, and so sounding like an I over know, here. I know I am. I'm, I'm waiting for oh, our. hundred yeah, yeah, percent like, I'm, like, I'm waiting for our
0: readings at the end, by the end of the time this show's Stop. over. I'm waiting for our I don't readings. go
3: that far, you know, but you know, I know a little something about a little something. Um, but yeah, so I, literally. You know, when I know, I know. And I don't know, I just see stuff in people. And mm-hmm. so I usually have these conversations and it's like, oh, okay, so what are you into? And, you know, what do you want to learn? And it's like, oh, okay, well, I have this going on. And I'm actually maybe thinking about having somebody or they just offer their help. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, okay, let me see what it is that you're trying to develop and if that aligns with something that I need. And mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much how it's happened. Um, my brand manager, Lori, shout out to Lori. She's a good friend of mine. We met... Um, helping some other friends uh, with an event. So we were on that team together. And then we kind of just, you know, remained friends after that. Um, I hired her to do some social media management work for me. But then after a while, it just came to the point where she's doing more than that. Um, she's really helping me. She's one person who I could say gets it, like mm-hmm. gets what my brand is about. Gets your vision. And where they, Yeah, she gets the vision. And there's not too many people who get it like that um and so you know she transitioned to the role of brand manager uh my design manager she actually we met uh because we ran a contest uh through my agency's twitter uh for tickets to a vs yacht party shout outs to clarence um i was yeah we were bronze perfection was like a a media sponsor mm-hmm. and so we had tickets to give away and she won the contest and so i met her there and then you know we just kind of had each other on social media since then um and i swear i don't to this day i don't know how Jamika <laughs> became because she's also one of my really really good friends now um but that's how it happens The other people on my team like some of these people i met once mm-hmm. and i was just wow. like hey Okay, we started talking. I'm like, hm, all right, let's 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 get on the phone soon or let's have a meeting. Right. Let's sit down. And it, it just kind of stuck. It's really important to me um, that they're growing, they're learning whatever it is that they want to learn. Um, I think having great supervisors when I was mm-hmm. working for a company and having supervisors that were not so great at supervising, they had their strengths, but that mm-hmm. wasn't one of them <laughs> leading other people. I, I try to be the best version of the leader that i enjoyed i I try to pull from all those places um and i just don't i don't know i just don't want to ever be the typical leader i don't i think the company runs the best when the people that are a part of the company that are essentially pushing the company Hmm. are in a good place Mm -hmm. they're learning they're growing they're having fun you know what i mean. I'm a person, I always say, the day this stops being fun for me, yeah. for real, like, it's hard work, and it gets really hard, and I got to push myself. But the day it's just like, yo, I don't enjoy this shit anymore at all. I'm not doing it. Mm. Right. I'm not doing it. And that's why I feel like that goes for anything in life. Yeah. Where, um, You should be – we only get one. So yeah. I think you should enjoy be it. Happy. Even
0: Yeah, if, yeah like, that, talk about leadership. It's like, very interesting to me. Like, was that easy to accept yourself as a leader and have people – on kinds purposes. People do look up to you, and will come to you for certain things. Is that like add any pressure or any oh, fear? Yeah,
3: I mean definitely pressure. I my I feel like my life is one big pressure <laughs> like it's so much pressure it's pressure from everywhere because and it's also like I think my position in my family is pressure I'm the oldest sibling and I, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of different things and aspects of the person I am and then that part of my life it's definitely pressure everywhere so in some of my friend groups it's it's a lot of pressure and when you're the friend who everybody comes to for everything or to, you know, make sure people are good when you're that person, you do have those moments where you're like, okay, like Kendrick Lamar's like, ain't nobody praying for me. Like what? It's like, all right, all right. They're drawn to you though because you're energy. My my turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it can be, you know, you got to be careful even with yourself because it's like, you got to know. I'm learning now like he, sometimes you got to put a cap on it yeah. mm-hmm. just so you have a little bit left especially for if you're
2: naturally open which yes. I'm learning now yes. if you're naturally yeah. open they automatically gravitate to it's you like, and it's draining
3: uh, it's yes. like fireflies in a light bulb yeah, right. like it's they and they won't stop coming I mean random people strangers can't walk up down street it's like <laughs> oh my god and you naturally like you say you're open you want to help and you're going to help, help. but yeah. you got to help yourself too yeah. so that's actually my one of my themes for this year is self love I'm trying to like you know learn to maybe maybe i need to personify myself like okay help janae she's a friend also yeah, <laughs> you know? i am my own best friend in person like yeah but did you check on janae today yeah, like yeah. i gotta you gotta do that for yourself too but um
1: what are what other strategies do you use when you feel like you're overextending yourself because i can relate to that
3: i'm working on it um <laughs> but i would say i try to like um Take time to myself. Uh-huh. Sometimes that's really all it is—time where I'm not communicating with people. Do you put your phone put away my during phone. that? Okay. I do. It's so hard. It's but very hard. I put you it on airplane it. mode. Yes. I I was saying on uh, what's a good guy actually when I do turn my phone off, yeah. that means I've definitely stretched too far. Mm-hmm. I feel it coming this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I was say I tweeted it the other day. I was like, I hope it pours the whole weekend because I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> I just want to do stuff for me, yeah. clear out my sp- space like you know redefine my space and just give myself some space like i think that's important um just taking that time for you does so much so much i get a massage once a month Mm
1: -hmm. that's awesome
3: um i try to eat clean sometimes i'd be playing around but for the most part (laughs) i eat pretty clean um i pray a lot and i just i think it's just about doing things whatever it is is your thing that thing that it's just you or just you and God, you know, depending on, you know, how spiritual you are, I think it's important to do that and know, again, you don't work in the ER right. unless mm-hmm. you do. yeah, And that's important. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, but most of us don't. And so it can wait. And you do have to think, like, if I wasn't here, what would happen? Exactly. You know what I mean? You got to take time for yourself. You got to take time to eat. You got to take time to sleep. You got to, you know, I, the other day I was thinking, I'm like, you know, every time you say yes to one thing, you could be saying no to hundreds of things, mm-hmm. or vice versa. If you say no to one thing for once, you could be opening up room for a hundred, a thousand other yeses for yourself, mm-hmm. things that you should have done. Sometimes mm-hmm. I look around and I'm like, okay, why didn't I do this? Why isn't this done? Why why isn't this taken care of? And I'm like, oh, right. Because you think you can save the world. Right. <laughs> you were helping this person, that yeah. person. Like you have four meetings this week for other people. And yeah. you didn't you know what I mean? You didn't necessarily time take for yourself, Exactly. Yeah. So I hope I you didn't say, say to anything
0: say no to anything by saying yes to come here tonight. No. <laughs> you know
3: why? Like. Because you guys hit me up far in advance. Nice. You mm-hmm. like guys that. are considerate. <laughs> and so this was already there this is already there and and that's something that i appreciate it's cool. usually the sporadic things that i'd be like okay okay fine.
2: because then immediately you feel the pressure of it right like oh yes. i want to help but i know it's gonna you know wear me thin i have other
3: things yeah. going on and you don't want to say no and you, feel so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you feel bad to, when yeah. you feel bad when you feel like you can't be there for everyone but you really no good to anyone or anything that's if true. you're not good to yourself so. for sure
1: I can totally relate to that because, like, I was in that place, like, like around 2016 when I started my company Mm -hmm. because it was like at first I was trying to find my niche and I was doing photography and stuff like that. I'm actually an artist and I make music, but I needed to make money because I looked at myself. (laughs) I was like going to school. So but in that process, I was helping so many other people. That I wasn't taking care of me. I wasn't getting sleep. I wasn't eating when I needed to eat. And then I realized that I was always worried about somebody else's problems. Mm -hmm. So, like, the biggest phrase that I had to learn to accept is the word no. Like, it's so powerful. And it does open up so many other yeses that are really good for yourself so I wanted to congratulate you because you're on this journey and, Thank you. and you know it's a journey that you should definitely <laughs> embrace you know what I'm saying
3: yeah I, at the end of the day I'm like hey, I give myself like a D plus this no. month oh. last month I was good yeah, what no. and you know you're doing really good when people get a little funny with you they're like <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. well I mean you're so busy and you don't have time but I'm like oh I'm doing excellent they text you at 601
0: you don't hit back till 610 they're like and they're like on? okay yeah. yeah like you know
3: no, that's when, and that's actually the bag that I need to be in because mm. the, the, oh, I'm accessible. I, I answered every text. Like that's usually I'm running myself. Yeah. So
0: sure. it's fair to say you don't have like a set schedule each week. Is it just randomized a bit?
3: Kind of. I mean, some things are set in stone. So, like certain clients, I have obviously calls with every week. I do a team meeting every other Wednesday. Uh, You're probably great in the team meetings. Hella energy. Meeting. <laughs> What's your yeah. sign? I'm an Aquarius. Oh, that's nice. dope. Yeah, but I'm a Pisces moon, so I'm super sensitive. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, my yeah, I definitely come in the meetings with super with super yeah, lots of energy. I'm like, <laughs> hey guys, how are you today? How you feel? What'd you do? They're pretty. I think our meeting are pretty fun um but yeah so yeah other everything else is pretty much situational like I I schedule out my week like if it's not in my calendar it's not happening Mm -hmm. at all Mm -hmm. even down to stuff for me like nail salon like stuff like that has to be in there Mm -hmm. trust me it won't happen Mm -hmm. fingers falling off I'm like oh (laughs) damn damn (laughs) too Um, busy too busy (laughs) yeah Um, but yeah Yeah. I would say I don't have a set I actually kind of want more of a set schedule I wrote out like a routine or just a routine for me Mm. I kind of want the first half of my day to be kind of succinct, like kind of in line and then everything else. Like I'm cool with jumping around with it. Hmm. Um, but I'd like to be more of an adult.
0: (laughs) Uh, just to give you a little history on this show. Um, I'm very candid and open with my history with depression Mm -hmm. and I figured out about myself during those moments of depression that my only escape from that was podcasts. So when I got to like that place of like freedom, I call it. And, um, I decided I wanted to do the same thing for other people, have a, create a platform, have my opinion heard, and be that same escape for other people who suffer from depression. And uh, I'm curious do you have a history with depression at all? And is like you working all the time your escape from that? Or is it. The... No.
3: This is such an interesting conversation because <laughs> I literally, I've, I've been, you know, it's weird for me because I don't know. I've definitely been depressed before, okay. but I don't know if I have it, a. I don't know if I can say like it's a constant thing. I definitely deal with anxiety. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Oh wow, I picked that up. Uh, from That's her. for I really sure. Did. I really? It up. Yeah. Yeah. Not I, actual I, anxiety, but that you you do have it. Yeah, yeah I definitely deal with anxiety. Um, like it's hard. Like it, it's weird because as soon as I get ready to actually go to sleep, my heart is like pounding. I'm like, oh Why? my God. Why? Like I don't know. It's hard for me to sleep because it's hard for me to turn my brain off. Okay. You think about um, everything you gotta do. You think about yeah. Yeah. So then when it's like I need to be still, like stillness, and I probably should be meditating way more. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but when I when it's time to actually be still, my body and my mind is like panicking. Ooh. Like what? what do you mean what are we doing we're supposed to be doing something yeah. what we doing? you're we're worried about something. missing something I'm like god it's late
4: you <laughs> know what helps though
1: I don't know if you ever what? tried it reading because I also have anxiety okay. if you read like if you read something yeah. there's not even something that's dense just something <laughs> funny you know what I'm saying okay. that, that you like because your mind will start reading that. and then I don't know about you but if I read for a long time I get sleepy right yeah. so. and that's the thing so I'm
3: reading my bible all of a sudden ooh, I'm tired I'm tired um. <laughs> child like, oh, sorry guys I'm a little sleepy now. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah Anxiety for sure. I will say I will have moments of of feeling depressed. I think, yo, the entrepreneurial journey is so crazy. It's so hard. And I think people don't realize that. And I always say too, like, we all show our highlight reel. So, yeah. you know, it's hard for I guess people to see it. But I mean, who most people are not going to, hey, I feel horrible today, y'all. Woo whoop. You know, it, it's, it's not is. an easy thing. I think we're For me, it's, right? yeah, and it, it comes with, um. I don't know. if I'm really hard on myself. So yeah. I think it's also the aspect of feeling embarrassed or ashamed or like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not perfect. Everything is not together like this, that, and the third is going on. And I think it's because honestly, if we're being real, people kind of act like they would be supportive and kind. And some people would be. But there's also a, a totally other group that's like writing you off yeah. and that's mm-hmm. like being judgmental and like, oh, yeah, they don't, you know, they're a little, you know, and I, I, it sucks because I wish people would be able to feel more comfortable, you know, expressing what they're going through. And a big thing for me is understanding being in that place. So I try to make sure people know that it's okay. Like, it's okay to not be okay.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I always express my story because I'm pretty sure, for the longest time, I always kind of, like, identified Myself is, like, terminally unique, so I always felt like no one else could relate to my situation. But yeah. I realized that's not true. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm constantly talking about my experiences every week if I'm feeling it. Yeah. I'll express it to the audience and my, my co-host, you know. So um, that's interesting that you really just suffer from anxiety and, like, no real mm-hmm. sadness. I hope that continues for you, yeah. truthfully. What? Like, like not having really depression because, like, like oh. you said, the entrepreneurial journey journey is, like – Unpredictable, I think
3: it's hard, too, to when you're moving so much, I think it's hard, too, to know when you're depressed mm-hmm. also, yeah. when you're not. Because sometimes you just need to be still. And then there's other times you aren't getting out of the bed or you're not moving how you should be moving because you're depressed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, one thing that I, I would love to see more of is... really kind of teaching people what it looks like in all the different forms because i think people assume that it's just like oh the the person's gonna look sad every day or or. they're crying all the time or they're drinking or whatever the case is but it unfolds in so many different ways in so many different forms and i think the times that i was depressed Nobody noticed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I noticed. Or they just was like, oh, she's doing this, she's doing that. Or people that would talk. There's, If if I actually told the people that were surrounding me at the time, mm-hmm. most of them, mm-hmm. that, oh, at this moment in time in my life when this was going on, remind them of the time and said that I was depressed during that time, they would probably not believe me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't think I'm even a person who people would believe that about. They're like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I kind of channel that type of stuff into helping other people. Right. Um, and I do, I think, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes my work is like that place because it's like, it's a reason to keep going. You enjoy it, say. clearly. yeah. I, would you I almost
1: do. say you feel like a healer when you're helping people solve some of their issues?
3: Sometimes. I guess sometimes
1: it seems like you don't even think about help, just helping. You just
0: do it. It's like second nature to you. Yeah, instinct- you know. Yeah.
3: I don't. I just feel like if somebody needs help, why aren't we helping them? I know somebody helped me, mm-hmm. so right. one day or several days. And if they didn't, that's even more reason for me to help somebody else. I kind of like the idea of being, you know. Telling people things that nobody told me. Mm-hmm. Being the person that, some, that you know, I didn't have to people. I think that's important. I, I think it's important mm-hmm. that people know that they matter. Like, I don't know. It's just important to me. I think and when you know how it feels, I think you just kind of never want that for anybody else. Yeah. Right. So,
0: Can you recall, like, one lesson that you took from someone, whether it be one of your parents or one of your bosses, that was that really stuck with you? And you applied to, like, your own company or your own life?
4: Hmm.
0: That's super, like a broad question, right?
3: But um, yeah, that's hard. That's uh, very hard. Let me let me think. Let me think about it first. You second. want to come back
0: to that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, in terms of like these type of events you do, like all these different ideas that you have, like do you have to be in like a certain mind state? Does it have to be like a certain time of day or a certain type of weather outside, or does it not matter?
3: When I'm throwing the events or when I'm planning them. Planning them. <laughs> planning them. Well, I like sunshine. Um, Wednesday's my favorite day of the week. I think it's because – I have this theory that because I was born on a Wednesday, it's my favorite Aww. day. I just feel amazing on Wednesday. I hop up the bed like, hey y'all <laughs> like you know, I'm not even a morning person, but mm. Wednesdays, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Um I won't say I need to be well A lot of my work is myself. It it comes from me. So I do better work when I'm in a better mood, Um, when I'm not, like, if I'm dealing with stuff. And, like, I'm a very emotional person. So if if something that's important to me or that's close to me goes wrong, it it does take a lot more for me to push through. Or I have to trick myself into using it as fuel. Like, okay, you got to get this done because... Boss up, like you gotta get it together. Um, but I would say I, I'm at my best when I'm like happy and in sunshine. Hmm. That's why I've been looking at LA lately. You know,
0: summer's coming up. It's gonna be sunshine every day, hopefully. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
3: yeah. Um, I sometimes I a lot of times in the summer I just take like my iPad and I work in the park all day. Nice. Cool. I like work in Central Park in the grass. Like I'm like a, a grass type person. <laughs> That's so, so cool. <laughs> right. That's
1: dope. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Um. Do you believe there are certain people out there who market certain like aspects of like their company or in their life, like people who use mar- mental health as like a marketing tool? Do you believe those people lack integrity? Mm-hmm. And would you ever be if you ever got yourself in yourself into position to like a, a check is involved, but mm-hmm. you had to market something a certain way that you necessarily didn't agree with? Would you do it?
3: No, I'm big on integrity got for it. better or worse. I am, that is something I'm huge on, huge on that with the people that I surround myself with. I'm huge on that with the clients I take or don't take. I've turned down thousands of dollars at this point for things that I just feel like didn't align with what I believe in, what I stand for. Um, especially when it comes to people. I love people. My biggest passions are music and people. So to capitalize off of people to me sounds pretty crazy. Um That's true. And distasteful. Yeah. I, I just wouldn't do that. But I do believe definitely that people like anything else definitely are at the point where they're using mental health um mm-hmm. for that. They're using women empowerment. They're using whatever they they're using um, you know, race relations, anything. And I find it very distasteful. But you know, mm-hmm. you can only control what you can control and I just try to make sure that the work that I'm doing is you know, based on integrity and based on true values, right. and I just support what I what I believe in. Support things that I like. Support people I see doing good work. I mean, I guess it's a double edged sword though, because on on one end, you know, it's great that the awareness is happening in some way, shape, or form. Mm, yeah. Um. It just sucks when it's just not necessarily sincere. But who am I mm-hmm. to say that? Somebody might not notice that they're insincere and that that's might true. save their life. So, hey, if it's a if the message is positive and there is something being done, then I'm happy for that. And that's kind of how I got to look at it.
0: Right. I wonder how we stop, like, or at least spread more awareness to the fact that this is actually happening. Because people just see, like, a tweet or an article about something like that mm-hmm. and they'll just get outraged. Like, uh, I just don't know what we do going forward as a, as a people to gain more self-awareness of the fact that people are using certain tools in the, in the marketing aspect to definitely get over. yeah mm-hmm. get
3: over i think support i always tell people support what you do like yeah i mean you know if you don't give things attention most things eventually go away mm-hmm. um and really champion what you like i think Right now, we're in a place where it's outrage culture. And it's like, I get it because I get, yeah, cancel culture. Like, I get it. Things make me angry too, but... You're spending all this energy on things that you don't like, things that are going wrong that you may not. If you don't have an actual gateway to stop it or change it, you need to be focused on the things you do like. We Mm -hmm. bypass five things that we do like, five people we know that are doing the right thing to yell about one thing that's not even within our reach but that we see that's happening that we don't like. Mm -hmm. So my thing is I think the best way to combat those things is to not give them attention because most of these platforms, companies, whoever know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They know how to get us angry, riled up. Yeah. Um, and so they just, you know, whatever works. Yeah. That's that's Whatever sells, that's, right? You know, whatever sells, whatever it takes. Right. It's about the bottom line. Um, and so, yeah, I just say champion, you know, what you do care about. Like even, you know, with Nipsey passing, rest in peace. I saw somebody mention like, you know, Nipsey did great things and it's like to continue to work. Support the Nipseys around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't double tap and keep scrolling. Support. Find out a way to support. It's not always monetary. You could volunteer your time. If you can't sure. volunteer your time, share it. Say a kind word. Yeah. This is dope. What you're doing something, uh-huh. but I think we got to start championing the things, championing, championing the <laughs> things that are positive and that we do like. I, I think I, I just. Focusing on what you don't like, I feel like is a lose lose formula. Right.
1: I,
0: agree. When, I pe- agree. when people close to you don't necessarily support or is active with their support, does that does that offend you? Does it make you upset? Because I, I I'm constantly talking about that, how people close to me didn't support this when I was first starting mm-hmm. and people called me selfish and I can agree with that. I can agree with that that's a bit selfish to get upset. It feels uh, some type of way. I don't,
3: uh, yeah. I don't know how cause... selfish you are because I think, one, it depends on the people. I think you learn very quickly whenever you're doing something that everyone's not going to support you. Um, or they may not necessarily support you in the way that you feel like you need to be supported mm-hmm. or you want to be supported. Um, depending on who the person is, I think it's worth it to express how you feel. Um, or... Just take it for what it is because, again, you are what you focus on, right? And so if I focus on, you know, my five friends from high school who maybe don't support me as Mm -hmm. much when I have four, almost 5,000 people who support me every day. Right. What are we doing here? You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I'm not really focusing on the right things. And it hurts. It does. Yes. And it it hurts you because it's like you know me for real. Yes. And it's like, damn, I, I watch you support people you do not know. Yes. And or support things that are not, you know, or I've definitely been in a situation where I'm, you know, I'm not being supported, but support is expected of me. Mm, um, stores. and, and that's like, whoa, like, okay, but, that. and not to be petty, but it's just like, okay, the one moment I can't come through for you, it's a big issue. Right. But mind you, when I've been looking for the support for a yeah. while now it. from yeah. you. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. I just get to a point where I'm like, I'll just accept this relationship for what it is. I accept people for who they are. I accept them for the place that they do have in my life. Um, Everybody can't be everything to you. (laughs) That's a fact. And so it's just kind of like, okay, you serve this purpose. um, Somebody else may serve a different purpose. And you know what? If it gets to the point where I feel like you don't serve any purpose, then maybe I just need to think about who I have around me and I can love you from a distance or love you for who you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because another thing is you also get to the point where things start really popping off and blowing up. Yeah. And then everybody's – all of a sudden, everybody deserves a seat on your private jet. Mm -hmm. No. You got to think about – it's all love, but that's when you you think about it. I think Mm -hmm. also – The long, however, I think people struggle with this too. I do. I know I do. The longer the relationship as well, the more you have this space in your head of like loyalty to the Mm -hmm. person and you feel like, oh, because I've had this friendship or whatever it's so long, or even a family member, it's like, ah, you have this feeling like you owe them a certain, like you got to stay connected, like, you know, you feel obligated to them. But honestly, I'm in a place where I'm doing a little bit of an audit. Mm. You know, Mm. I'm kind of figuring out like, okay, I've been through a lot in the past. I'll say three years, right? Running a company, doing all this stuff. And I feel like I'm shifting. I'm mentoring Mm -hmm. a new phase. With that, everybody can't come. You know what I mean? They can always be somebody you care about. You can always love them. You can show up for them when you should. Share big moments. Cool. But who is actually sitting at my table with me? Right. You know what I mean? Like, who's at the table and who's kind of like in the living room on the couch Mm -hmm. chilling? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay. You know, you have to really assess, like, who's really here for you? Like, who's here? Who has your back? Who has your back? And who is actually supporting you? And I feel like focus on those people. Right. Like, focus on them. Like, it. and I think the more you focus on those people, the kind of less it it might always bother you. But I think the less you're able or have time to focus on that, you kind of get to a place where you just accept it. It's like, okay, this is because, you know, sometimes those people are just not. In the same place as you. I
0: think it really stems from like jealousy at times. Yeah, definitely it could be that
3: it could be envy. And again, it doesn't mean they don't love you. It doesn't mean they're actually hating on you or what you're doing. But I've even I've had I know this is true because I had a friend, um, very good friend of mine, and we fell out. Nothing happened. Like nothing really happened. Happened, but like we just suddenly I was just like, damn, okay, what I do? Mm. But I, you know, I was kind of maybe right. Yeah, yeah. And so like I. I was just, I kept moving on with my life because I had stuff to do. And then I remember actually reconnecting. And I was like, yeah, I I mean, I don't know what happened. And he told me, like, look, like, you were doing what you said you were going to do. He was Uh like, you were doing it. You were moving. You were making moves. And I wasn't. He was like, I wasn't. I wasn't. He was Uh like, I just really was slacking. I wasn't doing shit. Like, and I just couldn't, Uh I couldn't be around you because, Uh That, and he was like, I know it sounds bad, but like, I, I couldn't, like, I couldn't take that. I so I that. just, at least he's yeah. Honest. Yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And I'll always respect that. We never really got to this day, we never really got back to being close friends like we were. But again, I respect the honesty, and it at least told me one, okay, that's gonna happen, mm. and two, it's not you, so don't take it yeah. personal it's when not, it happens. It's
1: like yeah. when people hate on you or they're jealous is because they have an issue with themselves. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like when they say mm-hmm. success breeds jealousy, it's really true because mm-hmm. sometimes you shine and is a reflection to that person of what they're not doing, mm-hmm. well, and it's yeah. a constant reminder. It's true. I feel like we just had this conversation. Like you doing all these
0: shows and stuff. Like I have imagined like people you came up with are kind of a bit salty about them not being on the bill with you. That's crazy. You I had this conversation to earlier yes. today.
3: Well, yeah, so
1: that's Not to drop no names, but you know there was an artist I was working with. I feel like low key, he was definitely you know a little envious because I was just pushing harder. Like all I do is work hard, you know. And it's subtle. I'm not better than nobody. Sometimes it's so subtle,
3: and you pick up on certain things, and it's like, damn. Damn. I'm re- and it for me. It hurts when it's again because I'm always trying to help somebody, yeah. and so I'm like, wow. Sometimes it's people that like, wow. I've been dropping your name yes. in like rooms and yes. pots, and yes. like I've been really supporting you. I'm I'm in my plans. I'm including you. Like, yes. oh, well, this person does this. Oh, I could definitely use that. And then all of a sudden, it's just a shady day, and it's just like, whoa, yeah. damn. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It people forget it about you. Yeah. It sucks. But sometimes people hate how other people love you. That's, mm, that's a fact. fact. Oh my that's God. a fact. That's, an amazing thing to say. that's a fact. So, what do you think uh, that starts from? Wait, is that the just can... repeat that again. Repeat that again. Please. Sometimes people hate how other people love you. I got to put Can I? Can I Can I put that on? That's a bar You're about to steal it.
0: Yo shout, it. it. Shout out, it. Out, yo, shout yo. her yo. out. Add her, yo. Don't, don't I think I made
3: that up for the record. I've definitely, I feel like I heard it somewhere before, but it's something that you have to remind yourself of. I actually think this is great we're talking about this because I literally was having this conversation earlier today, and that's how I've been. Feeling. I'm just like damn why you know I, I it's uncomfortable to feel like people don't like you if you if your intentions are pure right yeah. and it, it's uncomfortable to feel like people are you know finding a reason mm. to not like you or finding a reason to hate you and when you've done nothing but be kind mm. like yeah. it sucks but it you def, it definitely says a lot more about them than it does you and you're you true. know there's a saying that if nobody ain't hating you probably ain't doing nothing worth you know notable I guess that's supposed to make us <laughs> not <laughs> I, I feel like you know. yeah
1: yeah <laughs> Cause at least you're doing something that's getting attention and is being judged. Like anything, especially in the creative aspect, art is supposed to, uh, you know, have reactions, you Mm -hmm. know, not everybody's supposed to love your art, not everybody's supposed to, you know what I mean? It's supposed to be people to critique
3: and Mm -hmm.
0: be
1: negative. And to
0: build off that, have you received any criticism from anything you've done throughout your career ever? And how did you take that and deal with that?
3: Huh? Never directly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) never directly, which is funny. Um, uh, but I definitely, I feel like we've seen things, especially with the events that Kim and I throw. We've definitely seen things. We've seen little commentary here and there. And I'm just always like, why are y'all bothering the two little black girls? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's just throwing, you know, we just throwing our little events and doing what we're doing. We're just having a good time, like literally. But, I mean, it happens. Like I said, it's never direct. So if it is ever anything that's being said, I don't think anybody has the balls to say it to my face. Mm -hmm. The thing about me is I'm not a person who's uh, I'm not super confrontational. I actually don't like conversation at all. Um, And I'm nice. I'm I'm literally nice to everybody. Yep. So I was having, so somebody was talking to me they were like, oh, uh, my friend was like telling someone else. She was like, if you, if Janae doesn't like you, you have gone above and beyond. Mm. Like you're just you're doing evil. the most. Yeah, something's wrong. Everybody mm. else is looking at you like, mm, okay, <laughs> well, what's wrong with you? And <laughs> vice versa. It's like, I don't know. I, I guess somebody said that, too. Like, you're hard to dislike. So if you openly find a reason not to like me, you're probably a hater.
4: Yeah, yeah. I can see that. You're probably going to be yeah.
3: like, okay, well, yeah. yeah, you're you're just mad. Um, but, yeah, nobody's ever oh, – I wouldn't say openly criticize anything I did. Hmm. Maybe when I was working at labels and stuff, people would criticize, like, the artist. But that, that comes to territory. You know what I mean? Like, there's always going to be – like you said, it's always going to be – it's art. So yeah. people are going to react how they're going to react. They're going to receive it, how to receive it. Most people don't even know how they really feel when exactly. they first hear or see something. It takes a minute. We always yeah. get the, Oh yeah, I wasn't really feeling this artist at first, but now, yeah, no, yeah, I'm it. Now, grew I rock it grew on me. It grew on me. I oh, was shut up. You After don't know what you want. <laughs> right.
0: I, I think I've definitely said that before in reference to like J. Cole. I think I've said oh, that many wow, times. Oh, that's uh. my
3: favorite rapper. <laughs> He has really? Something personally yeah. against no, I don't know really? nothing. Per- you No, know, nothing
0: personal. It's just I don't know. It, okay. it took it took a while. The it's, last album got me.
3: It's okay. I'm about, here. Cold. Wow, that's ha- that's great because so many fans and people that do listen to him didn't like the last yeah, album, really? but I said that album wasn't for for you yes, it wasn't us. his tradition. Like yeah. this was Probably. this was yeah. him. Like this was him yeah. talking about stuff he really needed to get off, and mm. like I think. That album helped a lot of people. I like,
0: agree, and this looks like the best album to perform live. Like, mm-hmm. I need some energy, and mostly of okay. J. Cole's songs were kind of mellow tone, monotone, mellow. People
3: say that little
0: chill, a little too. Say like, that. I don't really, i don't know. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> but I've always because I don't—I always had certain expectations for him. I always wanted to do something a little bit more energetic, okay. and he did that on this album a bit. I so. get
3: that he's my favorite rapper, but I can definitely um. I've had these so many of these conversations, so at this point, <laughs> I get the, I get both sides. Like I get the criticism part too. I'm a a big fan, so I also have to consider that he could put out A B C D E F G. I might bop my head anyway, but <laughs> you know, I get it, and I get people wanting certain things from him. I get sometimes people missing that it. it sounds so monotone because. He's saying a lot. Like he's like mm-hmm. the type of artist, like he gets on the track and he's talking. Yeah.
0: It's never the message that I'm against. Yeah. It's just the and the delivery. Yeah. You
3: wanna be entertained and I don't know if he's always everybody's cup of tea when it comes to being entertained. Mm. So
0: what yeah. other artists are you a fan of? Um, Give us a top five if you can.
3: Oh wow, top five. Uh Damn, what are we talking, rappers? Uh... Yeah, it's anyway, cool, you know go. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to name the people that come to my head. I don't know what order. I don't know anything. J. Cole. I really like Janae Aiko. Uh, hmm. How you like, hmm? <laughs> 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 uh, some of my friends would laugh at me because they'd be saying, like, oh, you just going to put on some Janae Aiko. Um, J. Cole, Janae. Honestly, I don't want to say this and it sound like it's because, you know, he's not with us anymore. But I really actually really like Nipsey. And Victory Lap got me through a lot last year. Um... Mm -hmm. I like Nipsey. I'll I just name artists that I like. I don't know if this is my type of vibe anymore. Um, gotcha. I'm listening to the Baby's album. Yeah. Good. I, just, I like That's yeah. underrated. It's a good listen yeah. all the way saying, through. Yeah. It's good. Like, even the songs that aren't singles are bops. I saw them perform live during South by Southwest. Sometimes that's it for me, too. I have to see you perform, mm. and it all comes together. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people like that. And it comes together. It's like, oh, okay. Then you listen to the music differently. Yeah. Because you've seen the person in their element. You've seen the whole entire room. Rock, like it, it's a different vibe. Um, let's throw back. I'm I'm a big I'm a bad boy baby, so anything <laughs> bad boy entertainment, I'm listening to that. Anything
0: that's still around currently that Diddy didn't ruin. <laughs> oh,
3: that's my boy. Yeah. Um, I love Diddy. I I he's made his mistakes for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's done a lot of mess, but he's also a staple in music and I could not imagine music without him. Facts, but yeah. That's today a fact. Or culture yeah without him today. Was that like five? I think that was like four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we there. Yeah, I, I really like Snow Allegra and I like her song um I want you around. It's a great. Not record that out. It's new. It's a great record.
0: Did uh did Nipsey's passing like affect your spirit in any way? Did it give yeah. did it make you lose heart in our our people and the world?
3: Cuz you do see the no. see,
0: see the good in people very but Yeah.
3: It really upset me a lot. It like I definitely shook my core a bit. But it put a battery in my back. It's the weirdest experience because it's so sad about it. But it's like this motivational sadness where it was like, I got to get up off my ass and I got to keep it going. Yeah. Um, The saddest thing for me is that he, you know, I feel like he's somebody like me. Just want to help. You want to see people do better. You want to do better for yourself, for your family, but paying it forward. And I don't think there's there aren't as many people like that as I would like in the world. And so I felt like, Damn one of us like mm-hmm. one of me like right. you know what i'm saying we lost that or it was stolen from us and it, that hurt me a lot i was just like damn it's not that many of us that's dedicated to doing this like really god like damn mm-hmm. but um yeah it, it hurt me a lot definitely shifted my energy for a while i was really really sad and the day of his funeral i actually had to go um i was a guest on a junior high school podcast awesome mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. i know so my, you posted on that but yeah my friend ari um he teaches at a school and teaches after school and stuff. And he has them, like, doing a podcast and learning how to DJ and starting how to engineer and That's stuff. So it's cool. so cool. Um, and, like, I was literally, I think probably the biggest, the saddest I was about Nipsey may have been the day of the funeral. Mm-hmm. because, of course, it was just so much at one time. And I just remember I was like, damn, I'm sad, but I got to go be 100% for these kids because, like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you sad about a person and this person would be like, okay. I'm going to go and I'm going to (laughs) take care of it because this is important. Mm -hmm. Like, the youth are important. Them knowing that they're important is important. And I got to tell them a little bit about Nipsey because they're young, so they don't totally get it all Mm -hmm. the way. Um, But, yeah, it's unfortunate. But I feel like at least right now we have a wave of people looking beyond themselves, which doesn't happen often. Everybody's so focused on trying to make it, trying to get to it, trying to be lit, trying to work on their own shit. And I get it. I appreciate it. But... There's so much happening around us. And if I think we just helped each other a little bit more, I think, honestly, the road would be a little smoother. And Mm -hmm. just thinking beyond yourself and thinking about, you know, the next generation or just your community. Like, you know, people said there's Nipsey's all over the place. Mm -hmm. We walk past people that need help every day Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes we gravitate towards celebrating bigger things and it's like when i see somebody doing something i'm like oh how can i do that where i'm at Mm -hmm. or what space or neighborhood do i know where i can do that you know what i mean like i if i I, that i don't know that's just kind of how i think like i saw somebody who was like it's a really old video they posted it months ago but somebody i started following and they were um showing how many different items and toiletries and stuff that they gave to the homeless and i'm like well, oh duh bet okay where i'm doing that let me pick an area yeah. then i'm like okay i've been in this city and that city recently and that really actually bothered me the homeless problem so i'm like okay let me do some research and figure out how like what i can do you know what i mean with what i have with who i know mm-hmm. with my resources and i think the beauty in you know nipsey's passing one of the most beautiful things if we you know cuz you know I I don't like death but I I think there is some sort of beauty in it most times mm-hmm. yeah. um is that I think everybody's looking or as to how they can help what they can do
0: the information's out there like I did I was going through like a rabbit hole rabbit of his interviews and oh, he left good. so many gems yeah. I even wasn't even aware of that he mm-hmm. did and everything that he said he wanted to do he did and mm-hmm. I was just very fascinated by that and inspired by that. And I'm inspired by you as well because it seems like oh, you. everything you thought, you kind of manifested in a way with your your Power company. of the
3: mind, people. Yeah, mm-hmm. power of manifestation is something I'm very, very big on. Uh, that's also why I do the vision board and affirmation workshops is because I think it's important to visualize what it is that you want and kind of start to put that plan together of action and know that like anything that you think of, good or bad, uh, you can see, you know, happen. And the affirmation part is pretty much affirming it because it's going to take work. Mm-hmm. And I think you got to be mentally prepared for that part too.
0: I can probably guess everyone's answer to this question, but uh, the, the debate post Nipsey passing is people shouldn't go back to where they're from and to the hood or whatever to give back
1: because certain things like that, like what happened with Nipsey mm-hmm. will happen again. Do you guys agree with that? No. I feel like is is not a necessarily you shouldn't go back but I think you should take different precautions when you go back. Mm-hmm. Reality is you 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 have a very familiar face. People know who you are. People know what you're worth. Not everybody's going to love that. Not everybody's mm-hmm. going to like so that. That's true. So you can't be that accessible where people can just walk up to you when you're at a certain level because it is dangerous. You know what I mean? But that shouldn't stop you from showing up and contributing to the community that pretty much helped raise the experiences and personality that you have.
0: But, like, even if you have security, like, there's still the risk of someone getting hurt just if your presence. If you're a big presence, that's going to draw attention from everyone. So, like, that's true. It's like, what do you really do? I mean. I wouldn't say totally avoid your hometown because that's where you came from, whatever, but show up to I a don't, controlled environment. I did not know like him. We didn't
2: know him, but I feel like that would have been like kind of how you say that's the opposite of what, like, you know, I have integrity. That's the opposite of what how I am. I couldn't agree with that. I couldn't co sign. I feel like that wouldn't be Nipsey not being in the hood would not have been something he could have done. Hmm. Like, that's part of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part of him to give back and to reach out to his community mm-hmm. and help them wouldn't be from, uh, um, uh, delegating to other people and then checking in on it later and see mm-hmm. how it's come about. Right. He's yeah. in it from the inception to it being carried out to, you know, the end result, checking in on it, like, throughout. So I feel like that was just how he was. It was part of him. Mm-hmm. You know? It was conditioned so Yeah.
0: It's not fair. It doesn't it's seem It's not. It makes it's you not. sad. Not yeah. that I would tr- when I trade someone else for Nipsey, I mean maybe Trump, but like <laughs> uh it just doesn't seem fair that he's he's gone yeah, he's gone yeah, the way all. he was. But
2: ah. at the end of the day he is in a better place and you know, he's his energy isn't isn't dissipated, it's not, yeah, it's gonna it's keep going. going anywhere.
0: I hope there's a transition in hip-hop, uh, specifically, like, people want to do more. I mean, Jay-Z is kind of like the Robin Hood of hip-hop, in my opinion, but, like, I want to see more of that.
3: Yeah, so. yeah. I even think about Jay-Z, though. You know, I think it is about taking precaution, and about just who you are, because mm-hmm. again, I don't think Nipsey that was him. Like he, he, that was him. Uh Like being there and actually touching the people. I Uh think all you can do is take precautions. I didn't really like those conversations about, um, you know, turning your back on the hood once you mm-hmm. make it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I thought those were pretty ignorant, mm-hmm. um, but I understood there were a lot of emotions going on, mm-hmm. and so people were angry, they were scared, they were upset they and were reacting. that they were yeah. reacting, yeah. yeah, so you're gonna get that uh-huh. um I'm pretty sure if you sit down with those people a month from now, they may not say it the same way at least mm-hmm. yeah. um but you know, yeah, you got to be careful. You just got to, got to, got to be careful. And it's all you can do. Because you, honestly, you can get hurt. If something's going to happen to you, it can happen to you anywhere. anywhere. I know people put that stamp on the hood because it's a less, quote unquote, controlled environment. But you got to be careful everywhere. Right. I got to be careful walking into a corporate building. I got to be careful wherever. Somebody could, you know what I'm saying, shank you walking into the Empire State. Like, God forbid. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, anything can happen at any time. Um, But I don't think it's fair to, to turn on backs on where we're from i Mm -hmm. personally that's not something i could do i totally get um one thing i do know you know there is a lot of envy and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. not everybody is happy for you like you said Mm -hmm. so i do believe in being careful and maybe not not always making yourself as accessible like i Mm -hmm. i i try to every time i see it happen i do think like okay maybe don't necessarily live there
4: Mm.
3: come do what Mm. you gotta do And, you know, still find that balance between touching the people and keeping you and your family safe. And I'm not saying that Nipsey didn't do that. I I really, truly think that this was a very, like, unfortunate thing that happened. And he had the purest of intentions. So it's crazy that it happened. But we've seen it in other situations where people were kind of just chilling. They weren't really doing anything for anybody. They just was, you know, on the block chilling in the phantom. You know what I mean? And, um... You know, I think you got to pick and choose, like, you know, what it is, you know, how, yeah, like how accessible you're allowing yourself to be and just always be on your, your toes. It, it sucks mm-hmm. that you got to be like that, but, to do you, like know, good. you know, gotta be, you got to be careful to do us. good. Heavy as like, the head that wears the crown. Like, is, you got, you know, you, you are a big deal yeah. and you got to protect yourself, you know. I would say, like, how you how we protect our phones yeah, like, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ain't yeah, nothing happening. What like you ain't you? That gone
0: When that phone falls, it's yeah. like You so about concerned. to lose everything. Yeah. Oh, so so you, like you dropped it. You baby. don't know where it's yeah. at
3: for thirty seconds. You yeah. like, oh wait, where's oh, my, my, my phone? Where's my yeah. phone? Where's my it's phone? Where's the yeah. end yeah. of the world? Like, That's how you gotta treat yeah. yourself. You know.
0: I hate. Right. That. I actually think about that all the time. I lose my phone a lot. I'm just thinking like all my information's in it. Like. My password is probably so easy to figure out. Oh like, God, God, yeah. how do we how do we get back to? We, I don't
1: care
3: about this right. anymore. I've lost my phone in my pocket before <laughs> more than once, and that in itself says that I'll be doing
1: too That's much. That's so funny.
3: So I'm like, where's my phone? I mean, I had I've had a team of people looking for my phone, <laughs> and then somebody pocket. finally calling it's like, I'm like, oh,
2: I did it on a plane once. <laughs> Thanks, I got, guys. <laughs> I had everybody in the plane, everybody in the plane, everybody in my aisle get up and look for the phone, and it turns out it was in my pocket because oh so I'd fallen asleep god. with it in my pocket and then woke up and I was like oh, you where's my bell? phone
3: oh my god and they were helping I was like oh sorry guys my phone I actually to, fell you. on a plane last month nice but it actually fell and it was like under the seat but mm. it was like disappeared that's and what like, I thought where is it that's what the I lady thought. next to me was looking the man behind me was half sleeping like, I don't see anything so <laughs> he, didn't <laughs> even he, he didn't look he didn't he look. look at he all cause look. when the plane the plane landed the lady next to me she clearly was somebody's mom she was like um excuse me look under your seat it's her phone there and then she found it. I was like thank you miss hey. <laughs> let me be responsible now
0: what's even like the the feeling of the the phone vibrating but it's not vibrating at all like, oh my god that's no. so i was thinking I'm chilling. God. Yeah. Yo like, oh god I, that, yes, happens. that happens it's that
3: so happens creepy today. that's so creepy it's especially it does when my phone is in my bed for some reason and i'm mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. peeking at it like yeah. are you really vibrating you know what <laughs> me like <yeah. laughs>
0: Uh, do you have anyone like that you consider like an idol that you have influenced you on your way into creating this company? Like anyone you can no name? No idols
3: because idols become rivals. Um, <laughs> that's fact. But there are people that I seriously look up to. Oprah, of course. Um, a big inspiration for me is Karen Sybil. Um she's, amazing. she's yeah. so amazing, so amazing. I actually was able to like uh start connecting with her recently, which is really cool. She's someone I've looked up to from the beginning, so much so that I thought I was gonna have a website. I had no idea I was gonna have an agency. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, This is cool. She's so dope, she's doing her thing and I I just think she's she's so dope. She's just constantly leveling up. Um, and doing so with integrity and I I think that's amazing I I think what she's been able to do with her career on her own terms is a beautiful thing to see it's inspirational and super inspirational I will always you know do my best to champion that I think that's
0: dope I mostly ask that because like I feel like when you have uh, idols, You kind of look at them as competition at some point. Mm-hmm. So are you a competitive person? Do you feel you have to keep up with the Joneses and try to be ahead of the curve every time? Or do you just work mm-hmm. and enjoy the journey?
3: Uh, I do. I, I just, for the most part, I work and enjoy the journey. But I think I am competitive to the point where I do want to be the best. And I, my goal is to be the best. Anybody ask me, what's the goal for your company is to be the top Marketing agency amongst our target demographic. So would you say number
1: you, one, you compete with others or you compete with yourself?
3: A lot of it is competing with myself because I don't think Good that answer. I want anything else that anyone else has. Good I don't think I have the like the like you know for example, Karen Civil as dope as she is if we sat down and talked about what our goals are, I don't think it would be the exact same thing. I think it sucks because people try to group, especially women, try to group us all into a lump and it's just like, oh, and then it becomes this competitive thing. And it's not that I I have a very clear vision of what, um, of what I have and what I want to do, what I want to see. I have different strengths than other people do. I have different weaknesses than other people do. And I think that, you know, you're not dimming your own light by somebody else's shining. If you're mm-hmm. shining here, I'm shining over there in another way. And, I, you know, it's really competing with myself. Like I got to be my own top score yeah. every single day. And if I'm not doing that, then it maybe wasn't the best day. And I got to try again tomorrow and mm-hmm. try to double up. Um, I actually really don't like when people do the whole competitive thing mm-hmm. because it's just like, yo, your gifts are your gifts. What God gave to you, you have. And that's it. There's only one of you. Exactly. We can grow together one. way that's faster
0: okay. than we can try. To get ahead of each other, or
3: just mutually respect each other yeah. and yeah. keep it pushing. Like, don't use me as your little chip on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's super weird, but people, yeah, do, that. people do that. Like, that's don't don't ask. use me for that. I don't need any of that energy around me. Like, I'm trying to do what I'm doing. I'm trying to do it peacefully. It. You know what I mean? If you need some inspiration, go go listen to a dope podcast like the one we are on right now. <laughs> yes, go <please>. pray. <laughs> go read some quotes. Read some books. Yeah. Go take in the sunshine. But do not do that. I think the whole competing with people thing is whack
1: i agree i remember i saw diddy on on instagram saying talking about that and he said you know one of the reasons he was so successful is because he literally didn't care about what other people were doing Hmm. you're so busy about you know your business you shouldn't even you know what I mean be worried about it he said I don't even know what other people were doing because I'm so focused on what I'm doing listen
3: and I think sometimes when you are it's it's weird because you feel like oh I should keep up with what everybody else is doing just so I know what's going on what's out there Mm -hmm. but somewhere I forget what I was listening to or what I was reading and they were like "Mm mm-mm don't look at any of it. None of it. They were like, because just focus on what you're doing. That's focus it. Focus on what you're doing. Anything you're supposed to see, it'll come across your eye view. But you get sucked in. You know, everybody does it. You on so Instagram, mm-hmm. you scrolling, and you're like, oh, this person's doing this. Damn, mm-hmm. they're doing that. Damn, yeah. they're doing that, too. Mind you, your list of things is not done. Not done, mm-hmm. yep. But now you're feeling like you suck because you don't, whatever highlight they posted, mm-hmm. you didn't get. And it's just like... Yo, focus on your own thing. There's only one you. If there's anything I could jump into people's heads, it's just like, yo, it's just you. It's you. You're amazing. You're great. And it's you. It, I know people don't believe those positive things anymore, but it's true. It's absolutely Like, true. if you leave the world today, there's something missing. Unless you're a twin. There's only Mm -hmm. one. And even then, (laughs) don't they have different fingerprints still? Like, I believe so. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just like, yo, that's it. What you had to, the reason why you're here is the reason why you're here. And there's nothing that could take that away from you.
0: I wish I heard that, like, when I was first starting out the planning phases of this podcast, because the market is so oversaturated. Everyone has a podcast. Mm -hmm. But so is TV.
2: Yeah, so, so is music. But if so I'm, is really, so a rapper. Is toilet I'm realizing, i yeah.
0: not so everyone. Toilet paper, right? Toilet paper. Yes. But not everyone's <laughs> having these conversations. Is what I'm trying to get at. Exactly. So like, that's why I move with more confidence these days. Good job. Nice. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, I've never been on a podcast that went this deep before. That's something oh, I'm gonna say. Oh, yeah? When I'm, yeah, when I'm posting this, this is what I'm gonna say. Like, this is a real candid conversation. People don't talk about this. Most people they talk about the same thing. It's Like, oh, what do you do? Um, oh, that's
0: yeah. cool. That was my okay. first question.
3: I go And that's mine. <laughs> you have to ask that though. Is that an icebreaker?
2: No, no. no I'm because joking, I'm joking. what's Funny. a good
3: guy? They were a client of mine. And when we were working together, I told them that. I was like, you know, ask people what they do, but make sure you're focused on your on your niche. Like what what do you guys bring to the table? What is the focus here? Like make sure you do that. You have to ask people where they're from, what they do, whatever. Like who are they? You can't unless you're sign. doing an unless you yeah, yeah, unless you're doing anonymous and mm-hmm. like, okay, oh, okay, mm-hmm. incognito. Right. But you guys bring something special to the table. And that's why it's dope. I've never had this. Type of, nobody asked me these types of questions. They don't ask me that. Yes. They don't ask me no, nothing about that ever. So that's cool.
0: My next question actually was that you were on TMZ recently. Oh,
3: yeah, yes. So it was so cool, right? <laughs>
0: well, well, how did that come about?
3: Oh, man. So you're going to L.A. soon, right? Yeah. Um, do uh-huh. the, Go on TMZ. Do a TMZ, TMZ the tour. How Let me know how, how it is. Yeah. T- yes, the TMZ tour bus. So first of all, I, I got to be real. I was like, is this gonna be stupid? <laughs> like, but all the other tours look extra whack. I'm like, okay, those look boring. Mm. And I was, I had some time to kill in between meeting with some other friends. Cause when I was in LA, I was doing a lot of stuff by myself, which was so fun. Cause I'm really independent, but I don't know if I've been able to do that in a while mm. or in New York, not as much. Like I had whole days where I was just like, oh, I'm running around, I'm doing stuff. Hey. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, you know what? I got like three hours of time blocked off Mm. I need to let me do something so I go on a tour I sit right in the front (laughs) and there was a tour guide um, and there's a point in the tour where they're like oh if you ever want to be on TMZ live just fill out this little piece of paper and give it back to me um, and I was like, okay, whatever. And so I fill it out. He collected all the cards. First of all, he was like, wait till the end to give it to me. I was sitting right in front of him, so I was like, here you go. <laughs> and he was like, I definitely said wait. And I was like, well, you're right here. <laughs> <laughs> and so mine was really on the bottom of the pile. So I still, to this day, I'm not sure why they chose me. They probably look people up, because I'm like, mm. that don't make no sense. Wait, why did ask, like, some- your
0: social media and all that? Or? I don't
3: remember. I keep trying to remember, but I don't I don't think I I don't know. But my name, somebody said to me the other day, they were like, if you type in your name on Google, though, I'm, they're like, stuff starts to pop up. So I was like, okay, I don't know. Maybe we just God." They hit me up, like, as soon as I got back to New York, like, hey, we want you to come on the show. Do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah. Um, And so I go on, and it's, like, a whole process. But they don't give you the topics to choose from till the morning of. Mm-hmm. And then even then, you get to choose, like, three, and they choose one for you. So, of course, they gave me that one that wasn't with the black people. I was mm-hmm. like, fine, whatever. Because <laughs> <Sammy> um, <laughs> I definitely picked all the black topics. <laughs> I picked <laughs> yeah. all the black topics, and then once I was like, okay, I, I I feel like this story is interesting, and they gave me the interesting story, um, and so yeah, I did it. It was so much fun. I made Harvey and them laugh, and they hit me back like, hey, we're gonna hit you back up in a month, uh, to come on again. Oh, and so nice. that, that was energy, honey. That on was energy. Dope. That yeah. was That's energy. So cool. Thank you. Hopefully, I'll be on again. But the tour bus is. Dope. Yeah. Um. I learned so much about Los Angeles, and I remember things like I, I feel like I know where to go because they associate every place with uh, a moment in pop culture. Mm. So it's not just oh this is the courthouse. It's like oh this is the courthouse where Lindsay Lohan or somebody whatever whatever happened. Oh, this is not just a street in Beverly Hills. This is the stop sign where Kanye walked into it and bumped his head. Of course, I do, do remember that. <laughs> you know. So it was all these little things. Like and then even older stuff, like this place called Pink's Hot Dogs, and it's Uh, like, oh, like Mel Gibson proposed to somebody there, and like it's been around all this time, and so this crazy stuff. I went to church on Sunday, and Pink's was up the street. I was like, oh my god, wow, this is the place. Hot dogs would slam in, and I'm not, like, again, on a regular day, I'm not running around eating hot dogs. But If you are, you're uh, a sick person. Uh, yeah, it's a little weird if that's mm-hmm. your thing. But do your thing, you know, exercise, drink water. What's right. um, that shit out. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of nonsense on them hot dogs, too. Mm-hmm. But. Everything in LA is cleaner. Like, mm-hmm. even though it's nonsense, you eat it and you feel like you can still breathe, walk around. <laughs> yeah. In New York, you eat something, you be like, oof, yeah, yeah. yeah, down. Down. I, need yeah, yeah. I need a second. I need a second. Like, down. no matter how much water you drinking, but everything is cleaner. I heard that the laws there are stricter very on stricken. food and like health and stuff like that um but yeah have fun after this we'll talk i'll tell you all the places to go but Please. definitely do the tms or, TM, or tmz tour everyone put this on my list yeah. tmz
0: tour and prom- if you get on promote the show yes, and your you music and all that I've stuff fill out you. that
3: card promote promote, right. promote yes it's so fun yeah.
0: Uh, I was going to ask, though, like I, being around this guy, like I've seen how he acts in like events he's a part of and that he's curated. He acts kind of real professional. He doesn't really <laughs> seem like he's kind of there to have fun. He's there to work. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if you're the same way. Do you have time? Like in your, if you curated a party, do you get to drink and dance or are Towards you just in work? The end. Okay.
3: Towards the end, usually. I mean, people buy me drinks, like, because they're happy to see me. And, like, I usually get to take maybe a sip, maybe two, and then I either give it away. Mm-hmm. Or or I'm just, like, there's a lot of running around. You're focused um, on the event. Yeah. yeah, you know. And I think um, with the parties especially, yeah, me and Kim are both running around. But I know people come to see us, so I try to, like, at least let it be, like, if she can, like, more so, like, be in the party <laughs> partying and then I'm just like all right running back and forth making sure stuff is together. We both do but I think we just find a balance in those types of things and we know when to let the other person just party and chill and then the other person kind of all right let me take care of this real quick. You take shifts for um, the jumps, Yeah basically <laughs> but towards the end I'd be like woo it's lit. <laughs> we got the count the bar's good hey everybody got paid let's do it um yeah so it's a balance but i'm always working even then because it's like i got a last you know first one and last one out gotcha so
0: that's interesting i want to go to one of your next parties you should definitely well, what's yeah, your next one again you want to shout oh, it out
3: oh yeah uh so we're doing a day party um sponsored by drink. bel-air <laughs> yes um On May 4th. So Cinco de Mayo weekend. I think it's going to be from like 6 to 12, something like that. Information coming soon. We'll (laughs) drop it. You're in the city or? Yeah, it'll be in the city or Brooklyn, but Mm. we're leaning towards the spot in the city that we've seen. Interesting. That we've been talking to. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, So I'm, I'm a huge advocate for like self introspection. Uh, I believe we all need to just look in the mirror sometimes mm-hmm. and just check ourselves. Uh, do you, Do you do that ever? And if you yeah. don't, do you have you realized some things you may need to change about yourself going forward if you want to make your company progress more?
3: Um, I think I do do that. I think I'm relatively very self aware, um, and I try to be more self aware. Um, Sorry, anybody watching, like I keep scratching my nose. I, I think I'm allergic to. Um, like, air-conditioned dust? I always yeah. tell people this. I'm like, I look crazy. No, I don't engage in other things. They're, they're definitely watching. I know. They're, they're like, washing. why should you keep into that? No. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's how you stay happy? No. <laughs> <laughs> allergies. <Imagine>. Um, Right. <laughs> it's allergies. But anyways, I, I'm very self-aware and... um I do try to do like, you know, I guess I use the word audit. I think that's my word of the week is audit. Mm -hmm. I do look little audits on myself. And especially when I, you know, when I feel upset, angry, any types of emotions, everybody feels them. Jealousy, envy, you know, sadness, you know, whatever it is I'm feeling, I like to take stock of it. Even happiness. Like, okay, why am I feeling like this in this Mm -hmm. moment? What contributed to Mm -hmm. the moment? And so, you know. There's some things definitely about myself that I'm working on right now um, and that I know I need to get past in order to push to the next level because that's usually what it's about. As soon as you master one thing, you notice the other things. Life is a yeah. constant journey to self, you know, If you don't betterment. mind,
1: can you give us an example? An
3: example of things I'm working on? Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely discipline. Like I am, again, I'm super unorthodox and I'm super creative. So the bigger my business gets, the more I have to... Um Just be more disciplined in things. And sometimes it's not even the work that needs to be more disciplined. It's how I treat myself. Mm -hmm. So, again, remember, I was like, oh, I want to get more on a consistent schedule, like how I start my day. Because all of that contributes to how much energy I can put into my work, how I interact with people. And so, yeah, definitely discipline is is a big thing for Mm -hmm. me right now.
0: What are you guys working on yourselves for?
3: Actually,
2: the same discipline. I'm realizing that once I've gotten to a certain age, I don't have enough of it. Mm. <laughs> I, used, I usually like to exercise my right to do whatever the hell I want and luxuriate you know? in that time. But um, just in an effort to be more organized and get be more productive, just being more disciplined with myself. So. What are you working um, on,
0: sir?
1: I'm working on spending more time by myself because mm-hmm. I'm a very, like, social person. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I've been kind of quiet today, but not, like, on a regular. Like, I'm super energetic. That's because I was at the gym playing ball today. Yeah, <laughs> you're <about. laughs> tired. But um, I'm really, like, learning that when I'm by myself, I have more time to do research on mm-hmm. the things that I need to know in the music industry about building my, my company and stretching it. So it's just, like... I'm just working on that right now because I overextend myself and try to support everybody around me Mm -hmm. because I have so many friends who are artists and they have shows all the time. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's just like I'm always trying to show up and be there because – Like you, I like to be that person I wish I had. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? For other people. Because, you know, I like people to know, like, if they tell me about something, I'm going to be there. If I say I'm going to be there. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm that one person that will really come to your show. You're going to know I'm there because I'm going to be, like, the hypest fan supporter in the crowd. Because that's just who i am and what i would like to receive but hmm. so i'm just working on spending more time to myself and not going out as much but still having to because you know just doing what's not <laughs> necessary be like that. yeah i go out a lot <laughs> i used to be like
0: that yeah you do be busy you never be in a group chat you're always out somewhere Aww. last, one, later, last one to answer the text but
3: there's, a trick, that <laughs> there's <laughs> a trick for that though i mean i used to be like that and i was everywhere doing everything all the time i never sat down and then i felt like you know there's some stuff that I gotta do I gotta work on and how long am I gonna be doing this for everybody else because they're clearly taking the time because exactly. they're there and that's yes. why I'm coming um I you don't have to be this extreme but I'm at a point where if I'm not and you can feel free to replace the phrases but um if I'm not getting a check mm-hmm. putting myself in position to directly get a check
1: mm-hmm.
3: or supporting somebody I love Mm-hmm I'm not going. I
1: respect that.
3: I'm not going.
1: Those are my criteria. And man.
3: then you have moments. There's going to be moments where you go just to have fun or mm-hmm. you go. But once you get where you're super selective, those moments don't feel so bad. Because mm-hmm. I had got to a place where I was out so much, I was feeling guilty because I'm like, I have shit to do. Yeah, like, yeah. Or I'm yes. not. This is great. I love you. But like, I have my own stuff to do. Nice. And it's a, that whole saying no thing. And I think people... Who really love you will understand it's you've true. been at everything for everyone i think that they would know or should know and you can express it to them too that you would never miss something out of malice right yeah like you if just i'm not there literally yeah it's because i can't I be can. that's yeah. it and that's what i had to tell people too. like That's just
0: what it is. I'm kind of similar. Like, I want to show up as much as I can just because I want people to show up for me. That's Mm -hmm. not the only thing I'm trying to work on. But, like, that's why I think I would do that if I was in your position, Mm -hmm. showing up as many places as I can just because I want that same energy back, you know? Of course. Uh, But I'm working on my my patience. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have Mm -hmm. certain very, very (laughs) high expectations for myself and where where I think this show should be just because I know I'm really good at it. I know we're good at it. I know the message we're trying to bring to the world. But... I'm not at the I'm not at the point right now where a year ago I thought I would be. So I'm working on just appreciating what I have done and being patient with my journey and myself.
3: Stay present, gratitude for sure. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I've lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we well, have to get out get out of here soon too because I have another show coming in. But um, let's say tomorrow, all platforms of social media have that blue check. Is there anyone you would want to reach out directly to to work with in any way?
3: Wait, one more time?
0: Like your social media for your company and you, uh-huh. you personally, you, if you wake up tomorrow, you have a blue check, that verified check. Oh. Was there any anyone, anyone particular you want to work with and possibly curate an event with or do something with or just talk to?
3: I mean, to be honest, the blue check doesn't really mean that for me. If I want to work with somebody or if I want to do something with somebody, I'm going to find a way to get to them.
0: I feel like it makes it a little easier, though. Just I feel like people's perception of the blue check it's like that stamp
3: yeah yeah see i go around all types of stuff like that all the time um i think that's actually a misconception Mm -hmm. i think that you think it makes it easy to reach out you still got to go through the same channels Mm -hmm. if i want to book somebody for something i still got to talk to their agent if i want to collaborate with somebody Mm -hmm. i still have to send out an email i still have to get the email Mm -hmm. I, i don't personally for me I don't think that make that would make a big difference for me mm-hmm. about who maybe people's perception, like you said, like oh okay, she verified, like you know, people do that little light bulb goes off for them. Right. But I don't, I don't think it would make a big difference.
0: Hmm.
3: I'm just getting to it.
0: So no one's getting a DM from you when even if you have the blue check, <laughs> no nobody
3: ever... that I wouldn't DM now. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. That's gotcha. the thing. Like I would DM if some, if I really want to work with and That's how I am. Like yeah. if I want to connect with somebody or work with somebody. I, I just go for it, you know what I mean. If it's supposed to happen, it's gonna happen, hmm. you know what I mean. Or I'll I figure out who within my within my um my network knows this person or has an affiliation with the person, hmm. and I figure out like, hey, I have this idea, or I want I want to do this thing, and you know the best way to like get in touch with the person. I think it's more about that. I think social media created this whole screen that makes it seem like people are. A little less accessible than they are. Right. Um. I think we we it makes you create these blocks and make you think that mm-hmm. like it's so hard to achieve certain things or so hard to get to certain people. And working in this industry, I tell you, it's really not that hard. And I try to reiterate that to people. Pull on what you know. I, I think take a when you think you don't have something or you're missing something, take a stock of the resources that you do have. And I promise you, you'll figure out that you have more than you thought. Mm-hmm. So.
0: I guess that's one of the negative effects of social media. Thinking that things mm-hmm. aren't really as possible if you don't have yeah. that f- amount of followers, that that blue check, all
1: that. So because I know that's people true. that's
3: bossed up that that's have no followers. Yeah, I was yeah. just yeah. about to say, like I millionaires. Yeah, I've they met some no really problems. successful people
1: who are not popping on social media. And it's surprising, yeah. right? Yeah.
3: And they get it done. They, get it
1: they do what? They do. Uh, I respect people like that. Yeah,
0: word. So, how has 2019 been for your company and for you personally overall? Has it been what you expected?
3: so far so good so far so good i can't complain i have this thing where i'm trying to work on it that's what i'm working on too it's like actually taking it all in and taking a step back and being like okay look this is what you've done so far i'm like already in 2020 Mm -hmm. so i'm like you know when i do something i'm already on like the fifth thing after that so it's like everybody else is just seeing it and i'm grateful and i'm happy but like I'm my feet is moving. Like You're very I'm just forward peddling. thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it's actually been a great year so far right now. I'm in a place where I'm um just making sure I take a, that moment um just to gear up. Cause I have some really, really big things that I, I'm working on and I want to see happen for the rest of the year. So I'm taking this month or I've been taking this month to try and like, you know, just get all my ducks in a row and, you know, improve on anything that I feel like we could have done better um, but it's been it's been good so far. I I just know everything can always be better. So I'm always just striving to continuously improve.
0: Can you speak on some things that you want for yourself in the future and for your company? Uh, or is it just private? private? We'll know when we see it.
3: Uh, I'll say maybe a few things. Uh, One thing I'm working on. Nope, I can't say that <laughs> Dang, y'all almost yeah. got me too. Almost. almost got me. I can't say that yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, you know, working with um, bigger brands, working with a lot of big companies and bringing, being that bridge between culture and product culture and you know these big companies making it more authentic to us um as we can see all the time a lot of companies you know miss the mark and i'm just want to be in a place where i make sure they don't mm-hmm. um and i also have a lot of huge resources for uh the b2p community for i would say my community for you know people who look like us do things like us have dreams like us um and yeah, that's really what one of the really big things are. It's, like, it's something really big for us. A couple of really big things. I can say though, like there's some like books coming out. I'm putting out a couple books and yes. um,
0: like self help type of like advice, like how to build your own one, brand.
3: One is yeah, yeah, yes. Building your own brand. Yes, yes. Cool. Um, building your own brand, and then another one is more so like the just the journey from like intern to workspace and wherever you want to go beyond that. Um, I know talking to younger people, that's something that they need help with, knowing how to go about it. Um, And for some reason, a lot of people don't say, Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. People, everybody wants to pretend that like they woke up and it was lit. Like, no, you (laughs) had to do something to get there, do some sort of work. Like, you know, it it takes time. This is a long game. It's not like some short journey, or at least I'm playing a long game. You know what I mean? So it's about longevity and it's definitely a process. And so I want to highlight that process. And if I can make it a little easier for somebody, then cool, because I can't have one on one conversations with everybody. So my goal is to, find ways to be able to have those one-on-one conversations without physically having them.
1: Those are my Mm -hmm. favorite entrepreneurs, the ones who show the process and Mm that, you know, really share their failures because to me, that's what makes them more human and it makes it more relatable Mm -hmm. because, you know, there's a lot of people out there who see the quote unquote overnight success and that kind of discourages some people because they think that that person just has so much Mm. happen so fast that it's impossible to match that but in reality there's a whole process Mm. like you said like social media is people showing their highlights they Mm. don't show the behind the scenes
3: it takes 10 years to become an overnight success that's one of my like favorite quotes ever because it's very true and every person I know that's super successful they started you know what I mean like when they pop it's literally always it's either like right it's like nine and a half or it's (laughs) like right at 10 and it's like wow they earned this like you you have to put in the work and like you said i like entrepreneurs who share too and who are realistic because it shows you that you're not crazy because when you're going through this and no matter how many people around you are supporting or not supporting it's a lonely thing like you feel very alone you feel very by yourself you don't always feel like people get it even Mm -hmm. the people who do get it sometimes they're not gonna get it and so it's like you you put in all you're all into this your time your resources, your money whatever and sometimes things just don't go how you expected them to go. And so I think it's important for people to be realistic about that also. And not saying you gotta tell people all your business, but at no. least, you know, every once in a while I remind people that it ain't all You know, butterflies and unicorns. So, in other words, dream big, but just have a dose of uh, reality thrown in there. Sure. (laughs) If not, life will give it to you. Word up. Yeah, I don't like those books
0: like "Entrepreneuring for for Idiots" or something like that. They Mm -hmm. try to make it a simple process, but it is not. It's not simple at all. Like you will get some bumps and bruises. You will lose Mm -hmm. money, lose Mm -hmm. time. Levels, at the sure. same
3: time, it's not as difficult. Sometimes, also that's another thing. Yeah. Sometimes it will make it seem like, oh my god, you gotta do this, <laughs> that, third, da da da. Then you gotta run three miles every day because <laughs> if you don't, you are going to be broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. like, oh, chill out. Sure. Like yeah. it, the most, like being an entrepreneur, like you, you see them, you be like, okay, stop like, yelling at me. Yes. Like, Damn, yes. like, we gonna buy the book. We gonna buy the book. Yes. Stop yelling. So um, but it's also like the whole thing to me. being an entrepreneur is really a journey of self more than anything yeah, else is discovering what works for you. What doesn't what what you like, what you don't like, what your strengths are, what mm. your weaknesses are. What type are. of people it's, can you work with? Yeah. What type of client, <laughs> oh, like, yo, I think I'm finally right now, like this week, finally. And it's been a constant. It's been like an onion, like just all these layers of the type <laughs> of client that I like. And the type mm-hmm. of client that's for me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Regardless of what my wants are mm-hmm. and what I may oh, really want to work on stuff like this, it that comes with something, you know what I mean. So it's like, oh, what is the actual client, you know, agency dynamic that I that I like that works for me, and I do my best work with, mm-hmm. and it's not stressing me out or whatever, and meets the meets the price point, so I can eat and invest <laughs> and all that. So I don't know. It's just. It's a constant journey. It's a constant journey. And anybody who says otherwise is lying. Mm-hmm. Have you
0: interacted with a client, but the, the idea was there and you really messed with that idea. But the, just the energy, like that feeling of not really rocking with them as a person or as a brand overall, didn't really work out or align with your, your integrity?
3: No, I won't say that. But I'll say that uh, definitely the idea is there and it can work. It could totally work, but they don't pull their weight. Mm. Mm. That, I would say, is the closest to that. And that happens sometimes often. But you kind of get to a place, and I'm super passionate, so I'll drive myself crazy, either trying to get them to see it, get them to do it, or trying to Mm. maneuver and rework the plan so it still works. But you kind of got to come to the place where, like... you can't want something more for somebody than they want for themselves. Oh, and so. even if they hired you to do something, if they're not willing to do their end, there's only so much you could do. I like I'm you. not, I'm not Jesus. I'm not Superman. I'm not any black Panther, whoever, you know, whatever your, your thing is. I'm not, I'm not. Them. Unfortunately,
0: we're not in black Panther. Unfortunately. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, that's, <laughs> yeah. I don't
3: have them, them, you know, the plants, they were, whatever um, going off on a tangent. But you know, you can only do but so much. And I've definitely experienced that more. And But that helps me figure out who's my client and who's not mm-hmm. and in what capacity. Um, I think, for example, I have a coaching call service and it's like, you know, 30 minute consultations with different brands every week. Mm-hmm. And I do that because there are some people who have great ideas and they do need tips and help with branding. But I couldn't. I couldn't take them on full time, whether it's them not having the budget or them just not being ready for that mm. entire package like that. You know, they need. there's other things you need. Like you don't just need an idea. You need a team. Mm. You need resources. You know what I mean? It's more about me helping them figure that part out versus me trying to kill myself, trying to be 10 hats for them and That's and true. do what I'm actually supposed to be doing. So it's it's, you know, it's all a process.
0: Interesting. It seems Your life seems very crazy but very fun at the same time. Yeah. Each day you don't she know seems, what you're going to get.
2: She seems well suited for it though. Yeah, right? you seem yeah. definitely built He's for strong it. Line. Thank you. Like you
1: run around a lot but you're always smiling though. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, I guess I do smile a lot.
0: And it's got me thinking my brain is just going to so many random places. It's so hot but like I think that's why. <laughs> but like I was curious if you guys think what our interests are currently are a reflection of maybe what our ancestors were. Like maybe if we had a had a past mm-hmm. life. Do y'all mm-hmm. think that's like a reflection of that, or do you think mm-hmm. we are all unique individuals and from past to present, and we all have these interests
1: because of who we are, what we, our experience is?
2: Mm. Combination of. I was two. about
1: to say, I think it's a combination of both. Yeah, because you can have that influence of your ancestors in being a particular industry or type of work or trade, but you as a personal individual might just be like you know i don't think that's for me Mm -hmm. or you might be like you know what i fucking love this like i'm happy my family does this because i love it so i think it depends and i was thinking because i don't have
0: anyone in my family who even
1: i don't even know what a podcast
0: is but Mm -hmm. i'm very very interested in very speaking interested in speaking Mm -hmm. and sharing my story so do you have anybody
3: who's good at telling stories in your family
1: or who does public speaking
3: or not even public mm. speaking, just somebody who's just good at my, telling. My stories. grandmother was a
0: teacher. She's teach like kids uh, from like kindergarten to like third grade or something like that. So yeah, oh, that makes sense. Maybe
3: because yeah. that's a form of it. And it's Simone weird because it the, wor- the world, world is forms, different. Yeah. yeah, the world's different now. So you have to consider like, oh, okay, if there was podcasting, the grandmother might be the type of person who would have had a podcast. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. If the option presented itself, and what you're doing is teaching. Yeah. So you know, mm. I, I think for me, I think about it too. It's very strange because. I didn't really grow up with my dad's side of the family, but his dad is an entrepreneur he has so many different businesses my mom's grant um, my mom's parents they ran a bunch of different businesses. whether they thrived or feel <laughs> throughout my life and so i didn't really pay attention to that i just knew like my grandfather i just knew like he was also a bishop and a pastor but aside from that his companies it was just like oh grandpa always has money he always figures it out i don't know he's he got a whole office i was working for the office at one point and barely oh, wow. knew what the hell we was doing but yeah. i was like okay cool yeah. we, we get into it yeah. yes mm-hmm. then making all right yeah. We're making it happen um Legally, but we make it happen. And so I think I agree. Like it's a, I think it's both. And I'm pretty sure if I trace back. You know, there was. there's always people in my family hardworking or there's always that balance. It's hardworking or slacking or figuring out how to make not <laughs> work hard, play hard or mm. work smart, rather. Work smart is definitely a thing in work my smarter, family. not
2: harder. That right. is
3: definitely a thing. Just looking at everyone and trying as much as possible to be able to live off your passions. Mm. So I, I would say that I think I'm taking it a different approach based off of who I am mm. naturally and what you know who god made me Uh but into a different level
4: right but
3: i definitely think it's there and i think it's great though because you know the seeds that your ancestors plant you take you grow things and then you plant seeds and then the generations after you you know what i mean somebody somewhere along the way picks that stuff up that's Mm -hmm. what i believe
1: Hmm. i agree
0: and lastly, we have this segment on our podcast called Don't Sleep, where basically we tell the audience something you shouldn't sleep on, whether it be a piece of food, okay. music, advice, whatever. This week, for me, I think people shouldn't sleep on that new Anderson Pack album of Ventura. Oh, i got to get to Um it. Last week, I think I championed the Kyle Dion, Kyle Dion album as one of the best albums of this year. Anderson mm-hmm. Pack's album was right below it. This is the album I wanted. I didn't want that Oxnard album, the rapping stuff. That was, <laughs> the album was really bad. But, but that
3: one video was so good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. But no, Anderson. <laughs> like, like, this is what I wanted the whole time. I think this is what he wanted the whole time. I love this album. Stop working with Dr. Dre.
1: That is it. Miss Coco, <laughs> do you have anything people shouldn't sleep on this week? Um, hmm. Or should we pass the CR? Pass the CR and
2: I'll
1: come back. Um, I would say, guys, do not sleep on checking your email. Right. Mm. And the reason I say that is because yo, there's so many different opportunities. Like for me, like I have three different emails. I have one for Rodley, then I have one for CR, then I have one for my company. Jump off Mm. the frame. So all the opportunities that come up for like an artist are in my artist email. But you know, sometimes you don't check the promotions that have Gmail. So they put it in different folders and there was people hitting me up to like make posts on my Instagram and they'd pay me like $25 $25 in an Amazon gift card. But I know how to get the cash off gift cards. Mm. So it was just like, damn. Scammer. That's good to no, know. No,
3: no, no. No, no. no scamming. Like- See you later. Scammer. I mean, no <laughs> scammy. I wasn't going to say nothing. But like,
1: I didn't mean to say it like that. <laughs> you did though. I like. didn't mean <laughs> But,
3: uh, mean truthful
1: yeah. truthful here. Yep. so definitely check your email (laughs) and with that (laughs) being said I was
2: going to say don't sleep on taking time out and turning off your phone Mm. Mm -hmm. because just as it's important to make sure you follow up on emails and information especially as an entrepreneur especially with people you know who have their own company also take a little block of time if it's once every day or you set aside a day just to turn everything off doesn't have to be too long Mm -hmm. but just so you can unplug even if you're just you know I don't know listening to music, you know, in your room, chilling, whatever the case may be. Sure. Go for a walk in nature, something like that. Confirmation,
3: because you know? that's my plan for Saturday. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Don't hit my phone. I also have to check my emails, but I'm going to do that on Friday. <laughs> Put your out-of-office email, okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, she's gone, okay? She's on a staycation with herself. <laughs> there you go. Um, and so I'm going to cool. check out. That's what I'm going to do. Saturday, I'm going to turn my phone off. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to listen to the new Anderson Park album Ooh. after checking my emails on Friday. <laughs> I actually that's did that per- last wow. week. I
2: actually wound up in uh, Jersey on a whim on Friday. Dope. Went down to AC by myself and mm. I had a bomb ass time. Yes. That's so cool. I had the funnest time. We're going to so. get to that next episode because I need more <laughs> information. Right? I need deets. Uh, uh-huh. I had a date too, but that's another story okay, for another time. Date. Okay, we're talking after the show now. Okay, okay. I need to know more now. Okay,
3: don't sleep. Uh, <laughs> don't sleep on...
0: Brown to perfection.
3: Right. Don't sleep Hello. on Brown to perfection so agency. Okay? <laughs> okay. Don't sleep. <laughs> no, <laughs> all your marketing in. needs. Thank Listen, you. Listen, get on the arc before it starts raining. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
3: <laughs> don't me? sleep on Can us. You go get Mike? Uh, but also, don't sleep on vanilla cupcakes, like my favorite thing in the world. Mm. And don't sleep on, you know, don't sleep on butternut squash. I so good. good. I love butternut squash. I have
0: heard that it's really good. at least a so few good. times throughout my life.
3: And Trader Joe's has. um. These crinkly ones now where they already sliced it up. And Mm. so it's great for stir fries. However, when you're storing that butternut squash from Trader Joe's, I don't know what it is about it. Freeze it. Don't try yeah, to put to. it in the refrigerator. I did not know that. I've like lost half of my squash oh, twice, no. and mm. I'm so mad. Mm. Um, and don't sleep on chamomile tea. It's great, oh, so soothing. I actually brought you guys some tea today. <gasps> what? Yeah, because I I was like, oh, they might ask me. Think that's what I forgot to say. I do. I like a good cup of tea. Um, chamomile mm. is my favorite. Love it's it. great for the solar plexus if you're into that. <laughs> um, also just great for the digestive system. It's calming, all that good
0: stuff. You were the nicest person ever. No one's ever bought us anything. <laughs> Really, I, I really appreciate that. I don't even nice drink tea interview. like that, but I will Problem. drink all that tea. It. Okay,
3: I got it from Trader Joe's too.
2: It like feeds Peace. my soul when I drink it. It's like warm, literally, literally warming my soul, and it's supposed
3: to like make you, you know, increase like self-esteem and like self-awareness and just make you feel good. We have like good feelings here. Thank you, Mike, for taking <laughs> care of the
0: alarm people. You you killed those guys. The alarm stopped. <laughs> yeah. That alarm is so terrible. Apologize to the listeners for that in the video, YouTube people um so we keep it interesting people for sure mm-hmm. that was special effects for this episode was wow. on, we was on fire oh was like that out uh yeah. would you like to shout out all your social media where people can find oh. you
3: and your company uh sure you can follow me at janae brown that's j-u-n-a-e brown like the color no e at the end um or you can follow my agency at b the number two p agency that's on twitter and instagram uh we also have a Facebook page, but do not follow me on Facebook because I'm never on Facebook. And I also just think that's weird. Uh, <laughs> my old high school pictures are on there. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys again for having me. This was actually really, really fun. Thank you so us. much. Thank you for Thanks coming. For coming.
0: Hopefully you. You. we can get you a part two sometime in the future if yes. you're not too famous for know. us. I'll oh, stop. Never. <laughs> <hate>. <laughs> never. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, wherever you indulge, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, whatever rating system they have, please utilize that because it definitely helps and makes us want to keep going. Uh, if you're interested in coming on the show as a potential guest and show your story just like Janae did, uh, you can email us at introvertedpod at com, And I may look at it and ignore it or I may consider you as a guest. So make your, your pitch appealing. Uh, and uh, that's it. Thank you so much for listening.
2: Thank you, guys.